I like Loot Crate, but I mean, I didn't like Loot Crate. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like when we went to first shift, I did like it real. That was awful. Yeah. Actually, so you preferred the night shift? Oh, for sure, because we just, I mean, we got shit done, but then it was also, we could kind of do like whatever, as long as shit got done. Man, Caleb was your boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's... It's easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to fuck around a little bit. Yeah, fuck around a lot. I hate <coughs> running fucking set night shift. <coughs> I remember I had to do it for like a week because he got scared. Yeah, because he thought Jesus was going to kill him. Yeah. Because he fired him. <laughs> so dumb. He's a sister fucker. He's not going to come in and kill you. He's going to go home and fuck his sister and feel better. <laughs> Why do your bull keep doing that? I don't know. I think it's... I think you're lighter. What do you think? I think you're just getting a little too much butane down there. Maybe. This is always just pretty beat, too. They're <laughs> just smoking the fucking... Better if I dig it out. Can I 16 ashtray? <coughs> so we're big number 22, huh? What's that? Big number 22. <coughs> Episode. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, episode 22. Almost half a year. Four more to go. Yeah. Just kind of crazy, you know? Time flies. Yeah, I love doing them. I wish there was more time to do shit. I was going to stream Biomutant today when I was playing a little bit, but it felt kind of awkward. I don't know. What were we going to stream? Biomutant, the new game. You know that game that you probably heard Drew talk about? uh, It's like it was like a little furry like raccoon guy and he had like a sword and like a pistol would do like kung fu and shit too that finally came out today Hmm. when i was playing it was it fun i the combat was really cool there was a lot of talk like i'm an hour and a half in and there was a lot of talking going on that like i kind of had to like power through but the combat parts were fun and i feel like once i actually get into like the game game you're selling the fucking prologue yeah pretty much like it keeps going to like flashbacks of like your childhood and shit like what happened I mean, it's not bad. It's just like I just want to play the game. I'm not trying to like be bogged down with the story stuff yet. Like, so is it an animated game? Yeah, I mean, you're like a like a, a raccoon. Like basically, what I have from the plot so far is like humans fucked the Earth and they left in spaceships and they like basically like made the planet like <coughs> with like all this waste and like radioactivity and shit. And then things started to mutate, like because of that. And it started with leviathans coming out of the sea and like so basically like Godzilla's coming yeah. out of the sea. And then, like, the whole point of the game so far, I think, is to beat the four leviathans that are attacking, like, the world tree that, like, sustain this little part of, like, the earth. Hmm. And I guess, like, your mom, like, planted this world tree and, like, helped it grow or something. Like, I don't know, it's weird. But you can, like, pick, like, different classes at the start. You can, like, rearrange your stats and shit. It's really cool. Like, it seems really good. PC or on the PlayStation? It's on all... It's, I think it's on everything. Okay. Except Switch, probably. For now, I'm sure it'll get on there soon enough. Yeah, maybe you never know with Nintendo. And I think it's kind of it's more like I don't want to say like adult, but like I was old, say, it's not really like kid like E for or being like, a raccoon. You're not. It's not like you said. It's not E friendly. Oh no! Uh, like when you first see like the big like one of the big monsters like right at the start of the game, he like goes through and like destroys a village, and there's just corpses everywhere. And you see like one guy, and you talk to him, and you're like, "What?" You could be like, "Wow, this shit's kind of fucked up." Huh? <laughs> T for team. Because it has like, uh, 
Because it's like an open world, like, kind of game, you know? So you can kind of, like, go wherever, like, make choices. It's kind of like Skyrim. Yeah. Like, right at the start, I have to choose between, like, two factions to kind of, like, group up with to, like, take over the land. And then we can, like, pool all the resources of everyone here to fight these monsters. Uh, and one of them is, like, they want to, like, kill the weak and, like, just make everyone as strong as possible. And the other one's kind of, like, just for, like, balance and order and stuff. I don't know. I like it though. Like the combat's definitely fun. Sixty right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you were sharing your screen with uh, with me earlier. I was watching you playing. It looked like a fun little game. Yeah, you can like switch between like melee combat and your gun, like kung fu, like abilities. Hmm. Like you can do like cyber, like psi abilities, like with your mind, or like you can like mutate yourself to do like poison attacks or like a giant like water bubble that like gets stuck to people and shit. And it's all like just customizable how you want to play it. Interesting. Yeah. Kung Fu would be pretty fun. Yeah. And like I said, there's different classes that you can choose to like, that have like different combat styles and stuff. I went with like a two-sword guy. Okay. But you still have like your gun and like the other abilities like regardless of what class you pick. It's just kind of like what are you better at type deal. Does he have a spin attack? Uh, I can probably unlock one. There was like a list of like moves and stuff I can unlock. Yeah, well, like I said, I wasn't very far into the game. I definitely like it. This is not one you have to devote your fucking life to. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I haven't finished Cyberpunk yet. I've just been waiting for them to, like, add shit, honestly. Yeah, I deleted it from my computer, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick it up at another time. Like, I like it. I, I'd it's probably fun. just start it over now at this point. Yeah, that, that, I'm gonna definitely do the same thing. I wasn't that far, but... I mean, I think I was, like, 25 hours in, but I, was, I don't, like go through much of the story, like, ran around and, like, did other shit. Really. Yeah, yeah, I was doing side shit, too. And so it was just, much. Yeah, there's a lot to it, and there's just, there's stuff, like, going on with this that I knew I needed to play and needed to, like, look after, and I was like, all right, not the, now's not the time. It's just the world feels so empty to me. Like, there's all these people everywhere, but, like, nothing. To, yeah, there's, like, you really... can't do anything with them, you can't, like, interact. There's all these stores and stuff, and they're just, like, just blank. And yeah. it was, I mean, I guess it was just because it was billed as, like, such, like, an open world, like... There, that, would, that was a lot to... Yeah. But you could have just made it smaller and... And it probably, probably would have been happier. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I definitely want to see where they take it, though, because, like, now they've just kind of finally finished fixing the bugs. So now they can, like, start going into, like, adding different shit and stuff. It's just such a hype game. Even Drew got me excited for it, and I mean, like, like the combat's fun and stuff, and yeah, like the different, it was like a fucking tough game though, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got me into The Witcher, so um, <coughs> CD Projekt that kind of a combat. And well, CD Pro- no CD Project Red and Drew. That's what I was going off of. Is Drew just getting so excited about it? <coughs> Leading up to it, he was like wigging out, <coughs> and he got me into. it. <laughs> the Witcher 3, which got me super excited for uh, Cyberpunk, which I still like. I dig it. I get like game. super like critics are like, to be redundant, super critical. But um, yeah, I don't know. I was still I was liking it. I know there was bugs, but we mentioned before on here that like CD Projekt Red is a company that will like fix. Their yeah, shit. yeah, they fucking gave those discounts to people, and they're still gonna fix the game. It's not like they just, like, put it on the wayside. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, this kind of flop, we're done. Yeah. Like, oh, flop, move on to the next one. Like, no, they're going to put time. Just like The Witcher, like, everyone, like, everyone, like, 
really redundant because I know we had this exact conversation on the podcast before uh, Pappy was here. But when the witch, <laughs> when the Witcher, dro- <laughs> I know I'm fucking dying. When the Witcher dropped, it was bad too. It was full of bugs, and it wasn't what everybody saw at like E3 and everything like that. It was mm-hmm. a huge letdown. But then it just like they fucking put time, effort, and fucking they fixed it up, and then boom, now everyone knows it as. You know, it's one of the greatest games ever fucking made. Exactly. They even like spawning their offshoots and stuff with like the great game and everything that's been taken off. Got a Netflix series, the book series, like I saw like (coughs) (coughs) I mean the books came first. The books came first, but but, uh, since like since the game was so popular, then the Netflix series got uh, announced. The book series went through the fucking roof with sales around like this time. I remember I was trying to buy them through COVID, and like it was, they were all getting bought up because that was right when fucking The Witcher came out. Good ones, good ones. I do like in Cyberpunk. I just ran around. And I pretty much just threw grenades at everyone because <laughs> you just find so many of them everywhere. Yeah, you, and you could to... even build them if you really wanted. <laughs> yeah. I just like three dudes standing around their motorcycles, just like talking. You know, like oh, that's a high level guy. You gotta go take out. Just fucking chuck six grenades right in the middle of them. <laughs> <coughs> now the mantis blades just run. You could like charge your people and like run them up through and like lift them up with it. Yeah, bro, they were cool. I was like, I never have to have a melee weapon again. I can just have three guns. Because <laughs> I got these in my arms. <laughs> I got these in my arms. But what's up? This room to talk. I'm Bud Walker. Mike McCloskey. I'm happy today. God damn, I can't stop coughing. You're dying over there. <coughs> Maybe. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. Maybe we need like a little sippy or something. <clears throat> I keep drinking this water. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, helping. Yeah. <laughs> Wet that old whistle. I know. I just keep coughing. It doesn't help. <clears throat> just that tickle that won't go away. Yeah. But shit, we've had uh, we've had a bunch of uh, off-topic, shoot the shit, TV talks, whatever you want to call them. We've had a bunch of uh, just random, uh, just chatting episode so we're uh, getting back to <laughs> Jesus Holy fuck maybe maybe we're getting back into something you know well, yeah. it's a good thing you got some topics to let him hold up catch his breath <coughs> you'll get there yeah i'm going to start all over that whole yeah <laughs> <laughs> Now you're gonna make me laugh. <laughs> so, we had a couple of episodes of uh, just shooting the shit and just chatting and stuff, but now we're getting back to research topics. And in classic Bud fashion, I've been doing obviously like a theme of mine are like video game characters. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do God of War, the Ghost of Sparta, Kratos, but we're just gonna do the early games. Like not the, uh, not the not the what was it 2018 release like not the one yeah. two and three like I don't uh, remember when that came out huh I don't remember when the new one came out I'm pretty sure it was 2018 um I didn't I obviously love the God of War series I love the new game and stuff but I just don't want to get into it because it's a completely different timeline whole different I don't want to say what a whole it, different pantheon yeah hold it there we go it's a whole different pantheon <laughs> we won't say any further to 
spoil what we're already about to spoil because I want to spoil it in fucking organized fashion. They don't know by now that shit's gonna get spoiled. Yeah, but I want to spoil it in organized fashion, like how I have it writ out here. He wants to get as many spoilers as possible in. <laughs> I just don't want to spoil it when it's not supposed to be spoiled. It can only spoil at the right like when time. When he fights, exactly everyone. That's just okay. He fights everyone. There's no. There's when he beheads this person or gouges this person's eyeballs out. Yeah. <laughs> there is this one. There's a part in it where the, there is actually there's like one specific character down the line where he like he has a very very good opportunity to kill this character and he just doesn't and like the one video is just is like yeah and like kind of weird I know <laughs> he's like he actually doesn't want to he doesn't actually try to kill this one even though she's just like hey kill me <laughs> he's like no I can't give you what you want <laughs> but yeah the ghost of Sparta Kratos he's uh Really tragic, to be honest. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Are you, you okay? So you've played it, right? You've have you played I've the games? Played, like bits and pieces of them. I'm like know a decent bit about them. Okay. What about yeah, I you? I haven't actually played it yet. You've never played any of them. No. Yeah. I've played like the first three or four. It's hard because there's like PSP games. I uh, only console. Oh, so there's only one, two, three. Yeah. So you played all of them? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you, the new one's the only one I haven't played on the console yet. Oh, okay. So cool. We're not even talking about that. We're going to wait till next time to talk about that. Or I might even wait since huh, the new one, which is like the sequel to the 2018 in the new Pantheon, is supposed to drop at the end of this year. Probably won't. Yeah, this year? Yeah. Wow. They said 2021, Shit. but it probably won't. Yeah, you know, it's going to get pushed. And everything. Yeah, well, maybe it will because that means everybody's been working on it. You got nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but no, it's, <laughs> you can't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel. But I, I, I imagine it'll get pushed back. They're going to make and it. it yeah, it'll. Pro- I mean, next uh, the next episode we might talk about God of War uh, four, where he's in the new pantheon. Where he's yeah, somewhere you know, else. It might be down the line too. Like. Yeah, but I might save it for later on. Yeah. Yeah, so we might just do all the all the earlier games. I am going to cover... The games that I'm going to cover are obviously God of War 1, 2, and 3. But I am going to cover some of the PSP games because some of the info in them is... Re- relevant to... Somewhat. Not completely, but kinda to under to fully understand it like where he goes. certain blanks. Yeah, because this this... The whole... The whole game deals in timelines and yeah. flashbacks. Like the very first scene in the very first game of God of War is like something that technically happens at the end of the game. Oh yeah, whenever you're fighting and you got all your shit, your power the fuck up, and that flashback. <laughs> that, that, okay, there, there. Even the, the people even know. There's if you haven't played it before, there's just a bunch of flashbacks. <laughs> we're getting, he's even we're all getting. He's like that flashback. Which flashback? That flashback? Well, I thought that was how the game started. I couldn't remember. No, God of War 1, he's like on suicide bluffs. And he tries to like kill himself. Because he's pissed off that the gods won't. He's just pissed off and he tries to kill himself. I just like like how he, like how why he looks like he does. Like that's probably like yeah. my favorite yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that. We'll get into that. For now, what do we got, Mike? I got a couple new stories for us. Hell yeah. Uh, a woman was hit by... Oh, uh-oh. A woman was hit by a 10-pound package of meat during a fight at Walmart. Damn. 
So, uh, when officers arrived, they learned that one woman had a protection order out against the other, stemming from incidents when they both resided in the same duplex. And apparently, when the two made eye contact with one another at Walmart, the protected party was confronted by the other woman who threatened to beat her ass, as well as her seven-year-old daughter. (laughs) I'm gonna beat you and your kid! (laughs) So, the woman pulled down her COVID-19 mask and attempted to spit it at her. When she missed, she entered the other woman's shopping cart and struck her in the face with a ten-pound log of prepackaged meat. Entered the shopping cart like she yeah, climbed so she, in the shopping. Well, cart? no, she like reached in. So oh. okay, so she like she comes up to this chick who's like has a protection order against her. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, tries like I'm gonna beat your kid up, and then tries <laughs> to spit at her, and then grab reaches into her cart and gets her in the face with a piece of hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, officers arrested the 25 year old Cleveland woman and charged her with assault and violating a temporary protection order. This is just. Man, you're fucking. That's my baby daddy. That'd be so demoralizing. Just get smacked in the face with like a ten pound log of meat. <laughs> you definitely had time to move out of the way of that. And I bet, like, it definitely, like, probably didn't feel great. Fuck like, no. <laughs> Might as well get hit with a bowling ball. And then it's like, do you buy that meat, or do you like get a new package of meat? Because <laughs> I mean, you're, at you, the, you're at the Walmart. You're still gonna get your groceries. Do you like, hold a personal grudge against that. the meat that you were slapped with? I think you should get it for free. I mean, they can't like they can't resell it. Like it's been even slapped in the face with it. It's probably like maybe broken open, you know. <laughs> Tell anybody what happened. We'll I mean, at me. least you were assaulted on their property. Yeah, they could give you a token of some sort of gratitude. <laughs> Here's an honorary like Walmart. Please vest. don't sue us. Yeah, like Take we're the sorry. Meat you got your ass beat with. <laughs> I can't walk. I got hit with log of meat. Just next thing you know, you're gonna go they to the said store. ten pounds. Like the next time you go to Walmart, they're gonna be locked up in cases. Like the, now the meat's gonna be. <laughs> you have a security guard that hands out the meat. Yeah, you have to go get find someone with a key. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can I get a log? You ain't gonna hit nobody with that. I need you to sign this form over here. So I need you to see an ID to buy some meat, sir. Oh fuck this! I'm out of here. Need a background check? I'm just trying to make some tacos, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know uh, how people have been, like, hoarding gas ever since that pipeline oh, was attacked? Stupid people. Uh, so, a woman who was hoarding gas in a stolen car catches on fire after a crash while evading police. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wait, it caught what? fire because the gas was in the car and it was that hot? Oh, no, no, no. She crashed. And there was... she. Shh. She was in a stolen car, crashed it, and she had like oh, fuck. She hoarded dead. gas. Yeah, just like back. a whole bunch of fucking gasoline. Yeah, this bitch got was that bad. why the cops were running after? Her? No, it was the car was stolen. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I missed the stolen car part. Uh, a South Carolina woman who police say was hoarding gas in the trunk of her stolen car caught on fire after she crashed while evading a deputy. Uh, the deputy with the Pickens County Sheriff's Office spotted the car with a license plate that was reported stolen. And the deputy turned on his emergency lights to try to stop the 2007 Pontiac G6, which was driven by 28-year-old Jessica Gail Patterson. Uh, she made a turn and sped up, police say, trying to get away. Then the deputy turned on the siren. On Facebook, police described what happened next. Before the deputy could complete radio traffic with the communication center, the driver of the Pontiac lost control of the vehicle, leaving the roadway and completely flipping the vehicle. <laughs> yeah. The vehicle immediately caught fire and multiple explosions were heard inside the vehicle. The deputy then saw Patterson get out of the car while on fire. The deputy pushed her to the ground to extinguish the flames. She was then taken to the hospital, but the severity of her injuries was not released by the police. Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Before she left the hospital, police said she told them she was hoarding several containers of fuel in the car's trunk. These containers of fuel were the catalyst for the explosions, police say. <laughs> so, no shit. She steals a car. It's like, you know what? I'm still this car. I'm going to need gas. That's what I'm going to need. I need like <laughs> 20 gallons of it to put in the back of the truck. Fucking flips it. Catch it like... It explodes, basically. She catches on fire. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and she got out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's fucking lucky. Like Whilst on fire? <laughs> yeah. Third degree burns. It's just... I don't know. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> I don't get the hoarding gas because, like, you're you're not even allowed to. It, sa- it says, re- at least our gas pumps, it says that you're not allowed to put them in any sort of foreign... What, it's illegal. It's illegal yeah. to not put them in... in so I don't like, get, like, approved. why, like, why are people just letting it happen if it's, like... Like, I've, it's always been known that you're not allowed to fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, because people are fucking dumb. Like, especially that lady who just tied, like, two Walmart grocery bags. bags. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, this will work perfectly fine. Don't It'll worry about it. right through this plastic. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about it. I've seen them in those big, like, garbage bags. Those, like, thin, like, gray ones. So mm-hmm. you can, like, see. It's just like, what the fuck? I've been, you know, like, those, like, farming ones that have, like, the big, like, square ones that, like, kind of, like, have the metal grating over them. <laughs> Someone was filling one of those up. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. I don't know. People always get worked up over shit really like that. Just fucking walk more, people. First toilet paper, now gas. I mean, if I lived, like, far away from my job and I couldn't go to work, I'd just be like, well, I'm taking the day off. Car ain't got no gas. There's no gas in the gas station. What do you want me to do? There's a shortage. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, what do you want me to do? I can't physically buy gas. Sorry. <laughs> You gonna come pick me up every day? You gonna take me home? Yeah. <coughs> I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, <coughs> what do you do? Oh, I saw that they pretty sure it's confirmed that it came not from like the like Russian state, but like somewhere in Russia. But like, like the group is what? based in Russia. Yeah, always Russian hackers. Well, I mean, yeah, because like the just. The laws are lax over there for that kind of no, stuff. And they don't, if you're doing it to like Americans and other people, they don't care. No, fuck yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, they're like, hell yeah. Good job. Find out what you can. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Do you see this shit? <laughs> you're on American television. You're fucking up this shit. <laughs> hell yeah, brother. Oh, holy fuck. Drew got to play fucking goddamn Steve Irwin the other day. He got to play him. Yeah. What mm-hmm. do you, what do you, uh, what so do you we just were at fucking work in the morning and. Medina just like fucking freaks out, and right where that open dock plate is, we have a skid there, like so we have something to walk on. There's just a fucking snake. What kind was it? It ended up only being a water snake. Okay. Well, I mean, were those, those yes. Yeah, well, we didn't know that at first. Yeah, but yeah, we fucking just moving skids. Drew comes over. Medina gets a broom, Starts fucking free. pins it down. Drew gets it down there, fucking grabs it right behind the head, just like you're supposed to, fucking, and takes it outside. <laughs> he put it in the creek? Uh, right over by the creek. Oh, so he yeah. probably put it in someone's fucking car knowing Drew. <laughs> Glad he didn't. We found a snake. We were playing softball, like, just like a little bit ago, and we found a snake somewhere. And then, um,. I was playing. It was like we found like a snake out in the woods. We it was like a separate occasion, and then another time I was playing softball, I found a, a little baby turtle. 
I don't know. I think like I said, it was like a box turtle. I don't know turtles or anything, but it was just like this little tiny, like quarter size fuck, fucking turtle in the parking lot. I just looked down. I was like, yeah, look at this thing. And I just like picked it up. And they're just like, what the hell? And I was just like, yeah. I was like, I did the same thing. There's like a river nearby. I just walked it over there so it didn't get crushed by a car or something yep. like that. People had dogs there too. Right. It's like the weird. I just like happened to look down at the just at the stones and like one of them started moving. <laughs> that's, that's no stone. Like, wait a second. Hold up here. That's not a moon. That's one strong ant. Oh. I just wonder what they just. That shit always gets me. It's like I wonder what they think when they just like come down and pick them up. Oh, like, oh, oh, oh. like yo, what the fuck? <laughs> if I was bigger, I'd kick your ass. Why is that tree moving? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that tree moving? Yeah, that's funny as shit. One time we found a hell- hellbender down at the river. There's mm-hmm. like those giant fucking salamanders. Those are really cool. They're like fucking like a couple feet. I remember at Burger King, Drew used to always try to freak people out and say he found hell grumites in the back or something. <laughs> people were like, "What yeah, the hell is a hell?" People were like, "What the hell is a hell grumite?" He's like, "Exactly what it sounds like." It's like they're from hell, man. <laughs> You know Drew. Yeah. <laughs> he told he told me uh that one time he like moved a patty in the back, like that was underneath like that back. Well with all the maggots. Yeah, and all the maggots like crawled yeah. out of there and shit. Mmm. Crunchy. I wish I saw the picture on my phone. I have a picture like they got new monitors at work one day. And so like you know like how they come in like with the cardboard like sides on them and stuff? I we taped them to like his back and one to his head and he was like a stegosaurus almost. <laughs> And, like, I wish I still had that picture on my phone. I can't find it anymore. That was great. <laughs> Shout out, Toad. Good old Toad, man. I got a uh, story here about private schools in Florida. Uh, so, this private school won't employ vaccinated teachers. Wait, won't va- employ them. Vaccinated yeah, teachers. vaccinated teachers. So, uh, a private school funded by anti-vaccination activists in South Florida has warned teachers and staff against taking the COVID-19 vaccine, saying it will not employ anyone who has received the shot. Why? How will they know? Oh, they got one hell of a reason. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm so glad. I was, I was like hoping this wasn't one of those stories where you're just like, well, they don't really say. They're just being dicks. Uh the center, the center academy. Wait, yeah, the center academy in Miami sent a notice to parents informing them of a new policy for its two campuses for about 300 students from pre-kindergarten through eighth grade. Teachers or staff who are already taken the vaccine were told to continue reporting to school, but to stay separated from students. So, like, if you already ha- like before they put this out, if you already had it, they were like, "Well, we can't like fire you for it just cause, but stay away from those kids." <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Uh, co-founder Layla Center told pe- employees in a letter that she made the policy decision with a very heavy heart. Center was a- asked those who have not received a COVID-19 vaccine to wait until the end of the school year and even then recommended holding off. Uh, she stood by the decision she stood there. She stood by the decision in a statement sent to the Associated Press which featured the biologically impossible claim that unvaccinated women have experienced miscarriage uh, that have experienced miscarriages and other reproductive problems just by standing in proximity to vaccinated people. What? So they're saying if if you had it and you're near me, I'm my baby's gonna die. You fucking loser. Like I'm not. I don't know if these specific people believe this, but there's a whole like culture on, on the internet that believe. Like, so there's a whole group of people that basically think that now? the cure or the thing that helps you not get it. 
is like radioactive. Is, is, and is the gonna... fucking thing that's <laughs> well, besides it possibly having a microchip that some people believe, besides it's gonna like track you. Yeah, people also think that it's gonna cause vaccinated people's skin shit, like cells to like shed off. And those are going to get, like, unvaccinated people sick and, like, give them, like, autism and give them, like, this, like, where they're going to cause, like, miscarriages and shit. It says it can cause people to become, like, it will be cause the unvaccinated people to become sterile. I saw one today. It's just fucking... It's I saw nuts. one where a person put a, a magnet up to the part, up to the point where they got their shot at in their arm. And it was just, like, sticking to their arm or something like that. It's just like, ooh. <laughs> I you just, got me. It's just like the the, the chi- like the tracking chip part. It's like you have a cell phone, don't you? They know where you're fucking. You at. have a social yeah. security yeah, number. That they, they can, can find, find you. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that she sent this to the Associated Press. Like, just like the like literally the news. Like where all like the news comes together to like agree upon things. It's like here you go. <laughs> Wasn't it for a college? Well, it does. It's a school. Like yeah. it's from pre K to eighth grade. Yeah. So she probably had to. I mean, yeah, I when guess. she puts something out that's, like, that fucking crazy, she probably has to, like, come out with a statement, like, yo, okay, this Yeah, is- you're gonna give all these kids autism. It's just, like, <laughs> that even by standing in proximity to someone, they can cause miscarriages and other reproductive problems. That's just, like, batshit crazy, because it's, like, not even possible. Oh, it's just... Where's this all... I mean, it's Florida, what? so... <laughs> Fair enough. Sentner and her husband, David Sentner, started the school in 2019 after moving to Miami from New York. The school's website promotes medical freedom from vaccines and offers to help parents opt out of vaccines that are otherwise required for students in Florida. So the whole, like, anti-vaxxers through and through, really. So that means, like, your kid doesn't have to get a pull of shot or, like, any of the other shots before they would go to school, like, normally. <laughs> How are they going to know if they get their shots, though? I mean, like, when you go to the doctor, like, you like they give you a record of everything. Yeah, but the school doesn't have to see that. I mean, if you go to, like, a public school, they, they you have yeah. to give them to them before yeah. you just... The kids That's another them. thing. It's just, like, crazy, too. That's just, just, like, the funny... I see all over the internet, people are just like, this is fucking ridiculous. Fucking people forcing us to get a vaccine to go to a fucking school or, or come somewhere. It's like, yeah, you've never been forced to get vaccinated. It's like, we've, we've literally had to do that our entire lives. And yeah. it's like to stop something that's like literally you didn't have killing the chicken people. Pox. Like, or if you did, they were mild. Yeah. Like this thing is like this is like COVID nineteen is killing people by the day still, and it's been doing it for the past year and a half. Yeah. Like, I don't know why people don't want it to stop. I just well, also <laughs> it's just like just spreading around like false, false information like that. I guess not believing in it, believing in it yourself, is one thing. I mean, it's just the culmination of Trumpism, really. Like. The whole, like, Trump rise to power is based on, like, misinformation and everything. And this is yeah. just, like, the natural conclusion of that. Yeah, I just feel like it, I just feel like it magnified, like... The- but they just sown distrust in everything. And especially, like, with media nowadays, like, you can't, you can't fucking tell what's real, what's not real. Yeah. Like, John Oliver just did a, seg- just did a segment on his uh, show that uh, they, pay- they made this completely fake product that is completely false, like, doesn't do anything... And they pay, like, all you have to do is just pay to get in on these news stations. They take what, they, they literally say what you prescript for them. As long as you just pay them whatever their fee is. Which is, like, two grand. And he showed on his TV show, he's like, hey, whatever, whatever, Houston, does this look familiar? And he showed, like, the clip from their, like, local news of, like, the fake product they put on there. <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, some health blanket that will, like, fix your, like, get, like, fix your ED or something like that. <laughs> 
But, I mean, it was all just, like, made up just to prove, like, the point that, like, you can just get whatever you want on there. It doesn't That's even fucking matter. weird. Yeah. They did it to, like, three or four news stations across the country. <laughs> Selling something that doesn't even exist. I just... I don't even know. I just watch, like, streaming shit anymore. Yeah, you just gotta fact-check everything, basically. Oh, I saw, I saw this lady. She was like, all these fact-checkers now are ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was this video of this guy who three months ago like made a bet with his mom, and there was like, uh, like she was basically like uh, she's a QAnoner, so she's like has all of those crazy conspiracy theories like Trump's gonna become president again, like they're gonna arrest all the pedophiles and shit like that, and uh, she she made like six or seven like claims in the video, and he's like, all right, for every one of these that doesn't come true, like if they do come true, I owe you a hundred dollars for each one. If they don't come true, you owe me a hundred dollars for each one. Like they made a bet. And then, like, three months later, like, he was, like, court, like, talking to her about everything throughout the video and stuff. And it comes to her, it was like, well, it's three months later, Mom, and everything's still pretty much the same. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I don't feel good about paying you these $700. <laughs> she's, like, giving her reasons and stuff. And he's like, no, I think you didn't come to see in time that I was right. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was funny. I don't feel good paying you this $700. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> Give someone $700 for nothing in return, god damn it. I raised your ass. You ain't taking it. Uh, so apparently the woman in charge of the school criticized measures by the CDC to curb the spread of the virus and said her school went against the guidelines from the moment it reopened in September. Jesus. Quote, she says, We did not follow any of the tyrannic measures that were in place. I did not force our kids to wear a mask, Cartner said while attending a health and freedom rally for a Republican candidate that featured the support of former President Donald Trump and critics of public health restrictions in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> I just don't get, like, the whole, like, mask, like, oppressing our freedom. It's just a mask. Like, yeah. and it's just, like... Is they the same people who don't fucking put their carts away at the grocery store? Yeah. They're the same people who, like, litter, you know what I mean? They're the same yeah. people. They just don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about anyone else. All they care about is their petty little lives. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It's really not that big of a deal. Yeah, for real. Like, like yeah, it sucks. The rest yeah, of the there's world definitely times where it gets fucking hot. It definitely sucks, but, like... But if you can literally save someone else's life by wearing a mask, like... Yeah. It's and there's not, like... It's not like one of those things where it's like completely airborne too. Like if you can walk away like six feet away from yeah. somebody, you can like pull it down for a second, catch your breath, get you, you know, it's wipe like your face off a- if you want to do whatever you need to, you know, put it back up. Like if you're just gonna be like in close like face to face contact with someone, just put a mask yeah, put on. a fucking mask on or get a fo- or get a shot. That's that you know. It is cra- it, It's fucking wild to think that it's like that. It's actually getting to that point now. Yeah, that you can actually walk it like. Yeah, say, I'm, say, like, you're cool. I'm completely done with mine. I even like the two week like waiting period that you have to do after the second one. Like that's over. Like I'm technically good to go. Like I don't even think I have to wear a mask inside anymore. Like at like stores and shit. I think they just changed that. Fuck you, haha. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still do when I go in places. Just yeah, just to not. I don't want someone to think that like I wouldn't wear a mask. You know. <laughs> I'll wear a mask why so people think I won't <laughs> well that is another thing too I've I've seen posts going around like right wing shit where people were like yeah now I'm gonna have to start wearing masks to protect against like the shedding and stuff like that from these vaccinated people <laughs> so it's just kind of all coming fucking around <laughs> you're all just a bunch of lepers now yeah well the 
Whatever gets him to wear the mask. There's a subreddit <laughs> on Reddit, and it's called Leopards Ate My Face. Well, it's pretty much where, like, someone is, like, making a point, like, making, like, a good point, and then they kind of just, like, flip it all on his head, and it's just, like, ends up being, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, I can, I'm trying to think of a good one. I don't have any off the top of my head. But it's definitely a good subreddit to check out. Whereas people just, like, they just kind of, like, destroy the whole argument with, like, the last sentence that they put. Like, it just completely, like, invalidates everything. Oh, okay, I see what you're talking about. That's funny. Yeah, you guys are always on some funny Reddits and subreddits. <laughs> So, uh, Russia is going to try to clone an army of 3,000-year-old Scythian warriors. What? What the... What are... Uh, what warriors? Scythian or Scythian? Scythian. It's just like, uh... Like, they were, uh... Oh, fuck. What are they called? They did, like, when the Assyrians were around and stuff like that. Like, different... Just, like, in, like, the Persians and, like, those, like, back, like, in ancient times, you know? They are just a different, like... Just a different culture. Interesting. Scythians. Mm-hmm. Scyths. Uh, but in an online session of Russian Geographical Society, Defense Minister of Russia, Shugu, a close ally of President Vladimir Putin, suggested using the DNA of 3,000-year-old Scythian warriors to potentially bring them back to life. What? Uh, for some background... <laughs> to bring them back to life? Well, I mean, not literally reanimate the corpses, no, but like, I mean, they would take their DNA and, like, make a baby from that. Yep. And then... Yeah, that's still fucking like. Yeah, it's crazy. It's mean, fucking weird. Now. Yeah, I mean they did it. They've like we've cloned things before. Yeah, animals, not yeah. fucking babies. I mean, you can also do away with disease if you do this. Can you? That's what they say. There's a lot of different things you could do with cloning. I mean, yeah, I guess you could like modify different things. Exactly. You know. Yep. Also, uh, what's the other one that's really fucking good that we need to do, too? Uh, South Park always fucking... That one episode was really funny. <laughs> uh, you get them from fetuses. Oh, stem cells? Yes. Mm. Thank you. Stem cells. <laughs> like, was it Mr. Garrison that goes and he's, like, all fucked up and he comes back in, like, in, thir- like, 20 minutes or something? Like, that was easy. <laughs> what? Oh, no, it was fucking... That was Family Guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Peter goes in. He's like, why are we are funding this? this? Yeah. <laughs> Literally can repair everything. Well, I mean, it's just, like, the building blocks for any, like, it, tissue, really. Yep. And you can stimulate it the right way. You can get it going the way you want. No more disease. Uh... So the Scythian people, who originally come from modern-day Iran, were nomads who traveled around Eurasia between the 9th and 2nd centuries BC, building a powerful empire that endured for several centuries before finally being phased out by competitors. And then two decades ago, archaeologists uncovered a well-preserved remains of the soldiers in Krugan, or a burial mound, in the Tuva region of Siberia. So they found this burial mound that was just like basically frozen in Siberia, so it preserved things pretty well. Jesus. Uh... The, um, the defense minister said, Of course we would like very much to find the organic matter, and I believe you understand what that what would follow that, Sugar told the Russian Geographical Society. It would be possible to make something of it. If not Dolly the Sheep, in general, it would be very interesting. <laughs> uh, the only problem with like cloning humans is that uh, we haven't figured out how to deal with spindle proteins. They're proteins that deal with cell division. Uh... And currently in, like, cloning, you take the nucleus out of a cell, which, like, contains all, like, the DNA, basically all the information for what that cell does and, like, is and where it comes from. You take that out and you put the nucleus of the cell, like, you want it, like, to clone from, and you put that into, like, the cell. 
and then it'll make your new thing. That's what they did with, like, Dolly the Sheep and stuff. But with uh, primates, like, specifically humans, like, especially, their spindle proteins are located so close to the nucleus of the cell that, like, to pull out the nucleus damages them, so then it can't correctly divide, and so it can't, like, hmm. reproduce itself, which is what cells do. Hmm. So that's why, like, they don't, like, we don't really clone mammals that often. Uh, there is, there are some that, like, it's not as clear that we can do, like, uh, like, sheep, obviously, like, with Dolly. But mm-hmm. it's mostly, like, primates that are really bad. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And obviously, it would, they would have, like, they would get the babies, they'd have to raise the babies and stuff. But, like, you know, so it would be kind of cool. <laughs> You'd, like... This is DNA from, like, from like it jumped 3,000 years. You know what I mean? Like, it's it hasn't gone through 3,000 years of evolution like everyone else's DNA has. This would be from, like, back then. You're literally just, like, gonna copy it. That's creepy. Yeah. I mean, that's it's cool, fucking, though. Yeah, it's, like, cool creepy, but that's fucking creepy. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they would be... They wouldn't be, like, different at all. I know, it's just crazy. And especially, it's not like they just raise them. I mean, assuming they would just raise them as normal kids, you know, they would be <laughs> just normal people today. But if they're going to do what they with that... With except their, they except their parents are fucking, like, 3,000 years old. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> except what this, the defense minister is implying is they they would raise them for something else. <laughs> <laughs> what's, he, what's he implying? Well, I mean, he's, that's what he says, uh, of course, we would very much like to find the organic matter. I believe you understand what would follow that. It would be possible to make something of it. If not all of the sheep in general, it would be very interesting. So he doesn't like really say anything specific, but he kind of like, yeah, we, we could probably do this. <laughs> Makes you wonder if you would know your past, remember your past life. Yeah, probably not. If you have one. It, it, I mean, memory's not like genetic. Memory, like memory, is just experience. Well, if you had a past life, could that even be? Could that even like? If we're talking about a past life, could is genes even in the question? Oh no, I mean, if you like, if you're talking about like reincarnation, like that's not an issue. But like, I think you meant like from like the cloning, right? Yeah, yeah. It's not like like you'd remember. Like they would have like certain memories of yeah those people that were buried at that site. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. No, that's that, but that's what you're asking. asking. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you would you would have the same instinctual memory that all humans have, you know, like you would you would have fear, you would have like knowing, like a, just yeah. kind of like a basic understanding, of, like fire, like stuff like that, you know, like things that are just like fire instinctual, yeah, like not really like memories per se, but like just like feelings that like guide you almost, you know. Yeah, but their like facial structures and everything would probably be completely different. Yeah, I mean. Dude, 2,000 years? It's not... In in the evolutionary scale, it's not that long. I know it's not that long, but... I mean, they would look... They would definitely look super, like, Middle Eastern. Like, for sure. I mean, they come from modern-day Iran. They would look like people yeah. who have lived in Iran and haven't, like... They're from mixed Iran? Their... How'd they get inside beer? I just yeah. thought, like, their cheek and, like, were, bone structure were nomads. might be... Okay. I don't know. And, like, a lot of people... Like, the steppe people, especially at that time, they traveled all over just, like, fighting people and, like, being barbarians. Weren't like, hobbits really a thing? Or what? Weren't hobbits real people? I mean, everyone was, like, people were small. There's pygmies. Yeah? Yeah. The pygmy people. I have to look that up. I have to look up and see if hobbits were actually... Someone, it's probably just conspiracy theory. 
Or but I was also like what, a little person. Yeah, it might be like one of those things where there's like a culture of people where they they just like they're like, hey, these are like hobbits, but they're not. You know, it's not really. <laughs> or like like being short was like considered like yeah the beauty standard, you know, and so yeah. they just kind of bred for shortness. Yeah, exactly, something like that. And then there's just like some internet thing where it's like these are the hobbits of back then or something, but it wasn't really. They weren't actual hobbits, obviously. So a wild boar store stole a woman's groceries outside a supermarket in near Rome. He was about to get killed and took off. A woman carrying groceries back to her car was surrounded by a group of wild boar who proceeded to steal her shopping bags and eat the contents. The feel the fearless animals, four adult and two young singilia, which I guess is what they call them, uh, concerned the cornered the woman who gave up without much of a fight as her groceries were snatched away and promptly eaten. Uh, the incident is described as an extreme example of the problematic presence of wild boar in the area, and the animals will become increasingly daring for their quest in food. I guess wild boar are frequent sites in Rome's suburbs, particularly north of Rome, and often rummage through food bins for waste. Like, wild boar? Yeah, can you imagine walking down the street and there's just like a herd of wild boar running through Yeah, it's fucking they weird. fuck you up. Yeah, dude. Yeah. They've been having so that weird. problem in the south, like Florida, Georgia, and stuff. I'm just yeah. walking into town. Well, no, I mean, but, like, just problems There's with wild There's a hunting boar. season just for them now. They destroy, like, they, they rot through crops a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad watches that hunting channel shit where well, they, they just, get... Like, with the helicopter and Yeah! Shit. Like... They're an invasive species. It's just sad, man, though. Hey, it's, it's just... just- I know, but it's fucking dude. Come, it's there's no chance. At least get at least get out of the helicopter. At least get out of the fucking helicopter. They recently started letting people do it with hot air balloons now, so they don't like. So like the helicopter would like make them run and shit. With the hot air balloon, you can sneak up on them and get them where they're unawares. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I mean. It's like it looks so terrible. They're running. They're just so like it. Just I don't know. To me, it looks terrible. They're just you're just sitting in a fucking helicopter. There with a fucking high-powered rifle, and it's just like this—they're gonna get fucking, a fucking sniper, throw on a silencer on the fucking hot air balloon, no, and no, just no, pick them off this, one like, by one. Not even a fucking sniper, a fucking like assault rifle. Yeah, it's <laughs> like full blown. And you're just sitting in a helicopter and just like, ah oh, man, I just gotta get one of the like door-mounted it. ones. Sit <laughs> right on the. I don't fuck with balloon. it. I don't fuck with it. Uh, Italy has an estimated population of one million wild boar. And they can weigh up to 140 kilograms. Yeah, so say those things are fucking nuts. I think it's like 100 pounds, something like that. They'll fuck you up. I think you guys might like this next one. <laughs> so it's kind of been proven that mammals can breathe through their anus in emergencies. Do it. <laughs> okay. Do it then. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold your breath and try to breathe through your asshole. <laughs> well, actually, the way they kind of did the study was kind of neat. I mean, not for the animal. World, but, yeah. <laughs> I think it's kind of neat. <laughs> oh, shit. Just, I mean, not for the animal. <laughs> no, it sucks for the animals. Uh, rodents and pigs share uh, certain aqua- I mean, sh- share with certain aquatic organisms the ability to use their intestines for respiration. Finds established. Uh, finds a, a study published May fourteenth in the Journal of Medicine. The researchers demonstrated that the, th- the delivery of oxygen gas or oxygen and liquid through the rectum provided vital rescues to two mammalian models of respiratory failure. So they're basically just pumping either air or liquid in air into the asshole. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? No. Uh, in the new study, Takabe and his collaborators provided evidence for intestinal breathing in rats, mice, and pigs. First, they designed an intestinal gas ventilation system to administer pure oxygen through the rectum of mice. (laughs) 
They showed that without the system, no mice survived 11 minutes of extremely low oxygen conditions. While in, with intestinal gas ventilation, more oxygen reached the heart, and 75% of the mice survived 15 minutes of normally lethally low oxygen le- levels. <laughs> so, where no mice could survive 11 minutes before... Yeah, they were this, fucking, like, six times. Yeah, like, 75% of the mice survived for 50 minutes. With just air being pumped into their assholes. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just imagine this like real, like real professional looking guy, just like Dick. (laughs) Guess what I want to do today? Let's find out if you can put air in a mouse's ass and see if he can breathe. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is like sitting in front of him, like a panel of like a board members and shit, just being like, "So what do we find out today, Earl?" So then we blew him like a balloon and sent him into the oxygen chamber. <laughs> like, well, this rat, he lasted almost a fucking hour. Yeah. See, like, all we had to do was fucking shovel fucking tube in his asshole. <laughs> that's why I said it would be awful for the animals in this. Because, like, you have a yeah. tube shoved up your ass, air being pumped into it, and you're just, like, sitting there gasping for breath. Yeah, for wait, minutes. yeah. And they just, fucking... Yeah. Dude. Oh my god. Oh, and here's a little cherry on it. Because the intestinal gas ventilation system requires abrasion of the intestinal tissue, it is unlikely to be clinically feasible, especially in severely ill patients. So that means that they have to, like, rough up the inside of your bee hole <laughs> to be able to, like, get absorbed through it. Because it has to, like, it basically has yeah. to make contact with the blood. Uh, so they can screw up their ass, then a fucking hose, pump it full of air, and let it breathe underwater. So the researchers also developed a liquid-based alternative using oxygen, and I'm gonna fuck this up, perfluorochemicals. Uh, these chemicals have already been shown cl- clinically to be biocompatible and safe in humans. So now they don't have to rough up your butthole; they just inject like an oxygen liquid into your butthole. <coughs> the intestinal liquid ventilation system provided therapeutic benefits to rodents and pigs exposed to non-lethal low oxygen conditions. Mice receiving intestinal ventilation could walk farther in 10% oxygen chamber and more oxygen reached their heart compared to mice that did not receive intestinal ventilation. Similar results were evident in pigs. Intestinal <coughs> liquid ventilation reversed skin pallor and coldness and increased their levels of oxygen without producing obvious side effects. Taken together, the results showed that this strategy is effective in providing oxygen that reached circulation and alleviates respiratory failure systems in 2 million model systems. So... That could be, like, something for, like, future space travel. Like, when you put on your spacesuit, you gotta shove the hose up your butthole. Just as a fail-safe. Yeah. Just in case your fucking hose cracks, you can put a fucking mask on, and boom, you're breathing through your butt. <laughs> Billy, I forgot to put the tube in! Billy, I forgot to put the tube in! I'm sorry, Ted, I can't help you! So, how much longer did the mice survive in this test, though? Oh, they could walk 10% farther. Wait, they could, no... Because the one was from 11 minutes to 50 minutes with air being pumped in their ass. <laughs> What's the shot of liquid? They didn't give actual, like, I didn't see the actual stats for it, but it just says they were able to, like, walk farther. In the no shit, they don't have a tube up their fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to walk either. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like, nope, not doing it, doc. Not today. <laughs> they were able to with the tube up their ass. Yeah, but no shit why they can go 10% fucking further. No, no, no. They you can 10%. go 10% further. You can go fucking, probably a lot fucking percent further. It wasn't 10% further. They were in a 10% oxygen room. Oh, okay. So they were only at 10% oxygen. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
That damn leash in that butthole wasn't letting them fucking... Oh, I mean, if you got in the room with 10% of oxygen, you're not lasting long, that's for sure. Fuck, no. Yeah. Oh, like that... Fu- oh, like uh, like what they do to Deadpool. Oh, yeah. They just keep him in like that... Like he oh, my God. enough to like stay alive. Yeah. Did you, like- did you watch it, Brian? You know what yeah. we're talking about? That, yeah. that fucking... Oh, my God. And then he li- literally the only way he could do it was like to take the match from him. And just blow it up. And put it through the gas line and blow himself up. But then he's Deadpool, so <laughs> he can't ever fucking die. Well, that was they put him in that to like get him his powers. Yeah, but I mean, then he got him, and when he blew it up, it was just like yo, he couldn't even. It's at that point he was like yo, you couldn't even die. Yeah, that'd be terrible. There was I forget. I think it was one of the animated ones. Baki. What? Baki. No, not Baki. Not Baki. <laughs> the fucking. Fist with the oxygen cover in the mouth. Oh yeah, I, I, that's not what I was thinking of, but that was pretty good too. But I was, it was this show. I, I think, I think it was like the animated Justice League or someone, and there was someone kind of like Deadpool where he can just like basically regenerate. So they like put him into this like box, basically like that was kind of like indestructible, and they just kept like blowing him up just over and over and over and over and over. Yeah, and when they eventually rescued him, they was just found. There was just bits all over the place, and he had to, they had to wait for him to like re- regenerate. Yeah, like yeah. congeal. Yeah, that's like the whole thing with Deadpool. Like, His you can't like or baby legs. It's uh, like I, I don't want to be quoted on this because if someone's listening to this and they know better, fucking uh, figure out if I'm right or not. But I'm pretty sure it's like in the comics and shit like that. You literally can't kill him because like you'd have to. Like, he regenerates from, like, the atoms. Mm. Like, so that's, like, the whole point. is like, you could literally, like, vaporize him and shit like that, and he'll literally still, like... Not instantly, but he'll come back. Yeah, yeah, he will regenerate over <laughs> fucking time. Like, he's, like, but you can't, like, just, you can't get, like... Well, that's his like, curse, is, like, you can't get rid of him. It's like fucking Lobo, where each drop of... Each individual drop of his blood can make an entirely new Lobo. Who's Lobo? He's like, he's like that guy. He's like the one the guy that like rides the motorcycle through space. He has like the biker jacket on okay. and shit. What? He's like blue skinned. What? He's basically like almost a joke character. In where? What universe? I think it's DC. Oh, okay. That's so. that's why. So he's like the Ghost Rider of DC. Well, I mean, but he looks like rides through space on this fucking motorcycle and just comes in, like just fucks shit up every once in a while and goes away. He made appearances in the Justice League cartoon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was nowhere near as strong as like what he is in the comics. But yeah, like literally, each drop of his blood, he can make a like a clone of himself with. Literally just cuts himself all the time. No, like, he doesn't really ever do it. But like, it's like if, he get, people, if, he, he, if he's getting beat up in a battle, every fucking drop of blood. Boom, 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 boom. It's like he something that he like could do. How do it's they like beat not him? even something like he does in like the comics. Just like someone's talking about, it and they're like, "Oh yeah, like you know Lobo, like he can like he can do like this, like and they just talk about it like that." <laughs> fucking Lobo, man. <laughs> oh, I think a Static Shock movie's finally in the fucking. That'd be works. cool. Static Shock was fucking awesome. It was so cool. Yeah, you never know if shit's gonna get canceled when you hear word of it. But I always, I don't know. Like I liked uh, Injustice, like because of that. Like I always thought like electric powers are really cool. Yeah, they are. I mean, he just like oh, Stack Shock just fucking grabs like a trash can lid and just like fucking surfs. surfs on yeah, it. <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. Just go up on the power lines, and just fucking cruise across them. Yeah, and be fucking titties. Uh, he was the cool electro. Hell yeah. Did he have, like, were there other heroes in that that worked with him sometimes? Because, th- like, doesn't he, like, get, like, friends, like, later on? Yeah. yeah he has friends, I just but... I don't know if they had superpowers. Yeah. They might have just been, like, Side helpers kick. and sidekicks and shit like that, but... Yeah. I just, I remember... It, I was so young. 
When I, we, I remember. Well, I remember specifically mm-hmm. watching that show all the time. But it's just one of those ones that I can't remember, like what certain scenes or like what the plots of the episodes yeah, are about. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, this last one's a little grisly, but it's not as bad as anything else we've had on here before. So, <laughs> especially uh, not having a tube shoved up your ass. <laughs> Well, I mean, hold on. Wait till <laughs> I haven't started yet. Hold on. Uh, blood drips on a sleeping woman's face from ceiling caused by a rotting body on floor above her. Oh, no. I have a new fear. Uh, a woman has described her horror after she says she was awoken in her apartment by blood dripping from her ceiling onto her face after her upstairs neighbor had died. So you don't live in an apartment. You're good. Uh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully someone's not in your attic, just the corpse up there. <laughs> I've never seen the attic. Dun, dun, dun. Do you have an attic? Yeah, I'll show I'm sure you. you have like a crawl space or something. Yeah, yeah I'll show you. Uh, Anna Cardenas of El Paso, Texas, said she woke up around 4 a.m. on uh, after hearing a dripping noise, which she thought was rain. Uh, she then saw the blood, which was dripping from her ceiling fan, had splattered onto the walls oh of her apartment, fuck. face, body, and Dude. bed after being oh, propelled shit. by her ceiling fan. It gro- it grossed me out. I was in shock. I thought, this isn't real. This is a dream. Wake up. I called yeah. maintenance and they said, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, blood is falling on me. <laughs> uh, she then called 911 and authorities later determined that her upstairs neighbor, who was aged between 55 and 70, which is like a big range there, had been lying dead on the floor for several days and it started to decompose. Oh my Fuck. God. So that's not just blood. That's like fat, yeah. like liquefied fat, oh like all the intestinal my. goo just kind of mixing in there with some bile. Mm. Oh my that goodness. That was more than a couple days then that that body was up there decomposing. And fucking bile is the worst thing I've ever smelled. Like one time in bio class, we cut open the cow's stomach like we were doing a section yeah. of the cow. Yeah, and that not, was that's the worst thing I've ever smelled yeah. to this day. My dad, uh... It's basically what taurine is. Yeah. When, uh, energy drinks. When we, uh... When I killed my first deer, my dad was, like, trying to show me how to gut it. And I was just like, well, just let me do it. He's like, tell me what to do. Like, tell me where to do it. Like, no, I don't want you to cut open the stomach. You're not. You, you haven't done it before. It's real easy to cut open the stomach. And then you, you don't want everything. That. Yeah, and he's like, you don't want that. Doesn't this. Dude, he makes the first fucking cut. He cuts the stomach right the fuck up. No. Dude, yeah. It was actually super funny. My pap just looked at him. He's like, well, shit, you should have just let the boy do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my pap got him real good. It was fucking hilarious. He was too busy thinking about his num nums, his grape num nums. Yeah, he cut the stomach out. But he did let me rip the lungs and heart out. Like, we fucking strung I it mean, out. I mean, it was already fucked out. Like the Cadley Ma thing with uh, like Indiana Jones. No, I don't. I don't have like <laughs> Oh no, no. I mean, you definitely like. First off, I, was, I don't even remember how old I was. I was just real young. I don't One know. of the first years you could go hunting, probably. Yeah, and I just fucking you just reach up in this fucking animal and just rip out its fucking lungs and heart, and it's just like chilling in my hand. Still you be, used like, to be in that. <laughs> yeah, Did you get a beat out of it. Huh? Did you get a beat out of the heart? No, I mean we had drug. We had drug it so far, cut it open. Bash his head off a couple of rocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, it'd been hours since it was dead now. But, yeah, I was just really young, and that was just, I just remember that. I just remember him fucking cutting open the stomach, and it is. It's the worst. It's so, like, dude, the, like, the, the second. Not like it didn't take, like, a, you know what I mean? Like a fucking raunchy fucking fart. It takes, like, a minute to fucking crop dust. And, the, dude, the second he opened that up, it was like, oh my God. God, that dude. deer just ate dirt. 
I mean, that dude just ate, like, grass and dirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this chick was probably eating cheeseburgers and, like, yeah. eating cornbread, you know? <laughs> cheeseburgers. <laughs> cornbread. Yeah, I mean, it's probably just, like, if you eat McDonald's and drink soda all day, it probably doesn't... Oh, like, my God, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the firefighters knocked down his door and the body was laying exactly where my fan is underneath, she said. He had carpet, but the blood seeped through to my ceiling. They took the fan down and a pool of blood came down. That's more than three days. That's a lot of fucking blood. A pool? Uh, police believe that her neighbor had been decomposing for about five to six days following his death from natural causes. And she, uh, she started to go fund me because... To repair her fucking well, apartment? Well, she tried to, like, get, get the, like, the apartment is like, hey, like... Can you guys replace some of my shit? Like it's covered in blood now, <laughs> and they're like, "Nah, go go fuck yourself." Basically, why? Yeah, she started to go fund me a little bit. Like, and she, I guess she put pictures up. She's like, "Everything I own is covered in blood," <laughs> and they won't do anything. Well, because it literally it dripped down to a ceiling fan, and the ceiling fan was spinning and just whipping it all over. Oh the my god. Oh, what a nightmare. You're not getting <laughs> Yeah, no, that's right. When she said that, like, yeah, it's like you just wake up, like, there's blood dripping from your fucking fan, and then it's and just splat. You're just like, like, slap yourself in the face. This is a fucking up. horror movie. Yeah, scene. like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude. Did I kill someone? That poor lady. Yeah, that'd be fucking rough. Yeah, you should not get a GoFundMe and just sue your fucking landlord. Yep. <laughs> Probably turn the fans off always now. Whenever they go to bed. Never let them. Uh, yeah. I don't care if it's 98 degrees and humid. I'm not I'm fucking doing that. <laughs> you remember what happened last time, Jerry? I can't live through it twice. I still see it. And like, it, it's like, it's by in your mouth. Like, it's yeah, you just ate some. Oh, oh, God. God yeah. damn. And hopefully they didn't have any diseases. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. It, at that point, it really doesn't matter to me. I'm puking. No, but if you have an infection, I don't even know if I could sleep in, in that eye. same. room. I don't know if I could sleep in that room anymore. <laughs> that might be a little too dramatic, but I really Just be fucking. That's all you think about, like yeah. I mean, I think like if that bad. happened right There's here, nightmares. Yeah, if that happened, if that happened here, I'd be moving. I'd be sleeping on, at least on the couch for a long time. I mean, I think that's the least grounds to break your lease, so I think you're probably good. Like if it was an apartment. That's what I'm saying. Legally, she should she should definitely be able to do yeah, something. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, I mean, where she was it? What uh, state? Uh, I think it was California. So I don't really remember though. I don't think it really mentioned. Oh no, it was. I think it was San Antonio. Yeah, I think it was San Antonio. Yeah, that's fucked up. That is fucked up, man. But I guess it's a good segue because one fucked up. Kratos is covered in blood all the time. Yeah, cra- <laughs> yeah, fucking ceiling fans of blood, buckets of fucking pools of blood all over the place. We're going right to the ghost of the bloody ghost of Sparta, Kratos. I just love how he gets that name. <laughs> yes, which we I'm actually, it's really as I was going to, I, I, I've been wanting to do God of War, but when you go back and you, as with all these ones that I talk about with everyone, if you like. If it's a video game that I'm talking about, you can go to YouTube and just look up, like, God of War, whichever game I'm going to talk about you want, and look up, like, all cutscenes. And that's, you know, some of the research that we do, that's how, like, that's how I like to do it. It's, like, it's a real quick way that you get through all the fucking game footage that you can see of it without actually having to play fucking 50 hours of fucking destroying people with the Blades of Chaos, even though that's really fun. I recommend that, too. 
But this way, it's just fun, like, to get it all into, like, one. It's just, that's, I don't know, that's how I YouTube it. Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, I've done that before for games. Like, oh, I just want a quick refresher. Like, I don't feel like playing to this. Just watch, like, the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Some games, honestly, like, I'll be, like, I'll, like, instead of, like, paying 60 fucking dollars to get the game, I'll just be like, fuck, man. Just gotta go to YouTube. Especially like, I mean, like, I really want the game, but I'll be like, I, don't, I just don't have the money. I can't waste it, so I'll just watch the fucking the whole cutscene movie on fucking there. Or especially like if you have like a YouTuber or something that like you like to watch already, and like they're playing the game, like that's just double. Like, yeah, they get you get like their commentary on it. Which, yeah. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, going when I was when I was doing that, like when you go back and you look into the scenes of the games, like all these. All the early games are like are all like almost told through flashbacks. <laughs> like in the game, it'll like you'll see a scene, and then it's just like that scene happens later on, technically in the. Now we have to get there. Yeah, <laughs> in the chronological order of all this stuff going on. But we'll get to that. We'll, well, yeah, it's gonna be a trip. But yeah, we're doing the early games. Uh, the early games, which what I mean is God of War 1, 2, and 3, and then the PSP games that were made for it because they have some sort of relevant information with them. But this is the technical chronological order of the games, how they go in technical, like, in Kratos' life. How Kratos, like, yeah, not the child. Was made when and in the actual timeline. Yes, child to that way, but that the, this isn't how the games were released. They were released in a different order yes. and stuff like that. So it goes: God of War Ascension, God of or God of War Chains of Olympus, the first God of War. It's God of War One, technically the first game. So we already have like two prequel like games that they released after the first game was released to like explain some of like what like the backstory that happened before you get to know him as God of War. Uh, the God of War goes to Sparta. God of War 2 and then God of War 3 because God of War 2 and 3 just like kind of directly go like there's literally no skip in time yeah. there's no like couple year jump or this little jump or going back in time to explain something it's just like literally the moment that 2 ends you're right in 3 it goes right there boom yeah like that cutscene video we were watching it literally transitioned like smoothly there was nothing yeah we're actually when we get to 3 we're gonna play that uh, I got that I got a clip already waiting for us cause it's just a cool one to uh the clip that I got is uh, Zeus has this monologue in, in 3. And for the people who haven't played God of War, um, it gives you, like, a, a little... For me, it, get, it like, you can really listen to it and you can hear how Zeus is in this universe. Like, you, like when he was talking about his gods, which are, like, the other gods, uh, essentially her, this is, like, his kin, his brothers... You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like, some of them are his nephews, I guess. And yeah, him and yeah. Um, but yeah, when he's like talking in this monologue at the beginning and stuff, he he says a lot of like he goes from a lot of like we's and us to like eyes <laughs> and I will do this and my mountain and shit like that. And it's just kind of like it just like to me it's just like oh yeah like you can totally see like he's oh, psychotic yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like he's like he's pretty psych in this where he's psychotic so like everything that I'm about to explain is uh somewhat justified in this universe and yeah because he was a complete piece of shit to his wife always cheating on her that's like Hercules was to another woman yeah I was gonna actually that's that's the that's the very funny thing 
Right when we get at the early life of Kratos is like when he was a kid. He was born to his mother was Callisto, and we're just gonna say it right off the bat because it's just easier to go along explaining. If you are in the game, you don't. In the game, they don't play it off. They don't tell you who his father is until you get further along, and they make it. You know the whole Star Wars thing. Luke, I am your poppy. <laughs> yeah, people really. Like, oh shit! <laughs> all these other games Fuck. got really fucking. <laughs> All these other stories and games and movies really like to, to dig the, I'm your dad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, buddy, I came back. Um, it's time to die. Yeah, but like... Uh, death, father. Some of what I'm about... So some of Kratos's early life is like part of another game. It's kind of part of Ghost of Sparta, but to kind of like lead into it to to explain in chronological order and lead into like the other game you kind of have to explain certain things of his beginning life which will come up later too because it that like i said the whole series deals deals with flashbacks doing the research on it was like really fucking confusing at times um but yeah also before we get before i get started too too far we're not gonna do the new god of war I know I said that already, but I'm just going to say that. We're not going to talk about the new God of War just yet. We'll get to that later. Yeah, go play for yourself, you filthy heathens. Yeah, I recommend that. sorry. Yeah, go play play it so you can brush up on it, and then you can listen to us talk about it and see if we fuck it up. And when I say we, I mean I. Because it'll probably be me. Because I'm a fucking Kratos-aholic. Yeah, but when he was born, he was born to this woman named Callisto, a mortal woman. And Zeus was his father, and Hera wanted... There's a point later on in one of the games where Hera admits, she's like, I told him to kill you. <laughs> he didn't listen. <laughs> he took pity on baby Kratos, and Zeus wouldn't kill you. But uh, there's also... Some people don't know, Kratos also had a brother. With his mother also... Zeus and his mother also had another baby named Deimos. Which... Wait, was Kratos first or second? Kratos was the older brother. Yeah, Kratos was the firstborn son. And just like that pussy snap and let me get some more. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, Kr- God, yeah, Zeus so came back. He's like, yeah. damn. Damn, yo. You know, I usually only do this once, but fuck, you can have two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but also this game is like, you got mind you, this game was made after the first game was made too. So it's like, you got to tug and pull with some of the things that they already put in the first game. And then these games come out explaining stuff that happened before mm. that they might not have fucking known about. But either way, unimportant. Unimportant. Basically, what I'm getting to is that in his younger years, he had a like during his childhood, he was a Spartan warrior. Him and his brother were both like Spartans, and they just grew up training together. They loved each other and shit like that. And then Zeus got word of a prophecy. Because, you know, the Greeks always have these fucking crazy... <laughs> yeah, they had the seers. Yeah, all these weird fucking oh, yeah. prophecies. 40-year-old woman over, like, volcanic vents just tripping balls all yep. days. Yep. <laughs> yeah, oracles. Oracles yeah. and shit. The telling prophecies or whatnot. But anyway, Zeus got this fucking prophecy that he was going to be overthrown by one of his sons. Which, if you know, also Greek mythology, he did to his dad, too, Kronos. Yeah. I like guess. Which Kronos did to his dad. Threw him right into the pit of Tartarus. <laughs> bye bye. I'm pretty sure Kronos. As soon as I like your ass, old man, you're going down. It was either it was either that or Zeus in the real mythology. Zeus did this to Kronos, but I think it was Kronos did this to Uranus, 
when he took over when Kronos beat Uranus, which is Uranus, Uranus, yeah, whatever. His father, he like castrated him. <laughs> yeah, he Fuck. just yeah, he like castrated him or some shit like that. Or Zeus did it to him. Either way, it's like something happened like that. So either yeah, way, like, like this there's a like, cycle. He gets like punched or something like that, and like the blood that comes out like turns into like a different god or something like that. Like all sorts of shit happens like that. Yeah, just and like I think eventually they use like parts of him to like make the world and shit, like to yeah. actually like build like Earth. Yeah, like Kronos eats his children. Mm-hmm. That was the whole like we'll get onto that about like Zeus and stuff like that. It's kind of like why Zeus has his uh, motives in this one, why he does what he does in this one, to an extent. Either way, he got this prophecy about. A marked warrior, quote unquote, a marked warrior. Now, at this time, for fans of the fans of the series, but also for people who might not know, like when Kratos was young, Kratos didn't look the same as what he does in his later years. A certain event didn't happen, and he doesn't have like his skin isn't the same type of. He's he's a normal boy. He doesn't have the he red. Like a normal dude. Yeah, he doesn't have the red marking on yet, which I'll explain later, but. You know what I mean? His actual brother, Deimos, is the one who has a birthmark that's like Kratos' trademark red tattoo all over his body and up over his head and stuff like that. So, basically, Zeus thinks that Deimos is the marked warrior from the prophecy, not Kratos and stuff like that. And when they're young, Kratos, he's training with Deimos. They're like, like I said, they're Spartan children. They're just training, they're fighting and stuff like that. And Zeus brings two gods to, like, take Deimos away. And, like, basically, he doesn't kill him. You find out later what he ends up doing to him. But Kratos thinks he's dead. You know what I mean? Kratos is just a kid, but he can't protect his little brother. These gods come down and take his brother and fucking... Yeah, these literal gods come down and abduct this child. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, these gods come down. Yeah, they come down, they abduct abduct this fucking child. (laughs) Kratos tries to save his brother. But the one god just like kind of like bats him away, gives him like his. Can't do shit. Yeah, this is actually where Kratos gets his like trademark scar across his eye. Like there is actually like there's always like in every game that he always has a scar across his one eye that's not tattooed over, and. Oh, you have like the big one cut down his eye. Yeah, there's a big one like right, like that goes like right here, and yeah. this is where it's actually from. It's not like I, I think there's a thing like back in the day is like, yo, whatever happened to his eye? Like, there's nothing ever that really happens to him in the well, games. I mean, he, was in the, he was just in like Spartan Army for a while, right? Yeah, yeah that's why I always just assumed he came. Yeah, from. yeah, but every I don't know. It's like one of those things where everything sort of has meaning. No, I mean yeah, that's cool that it has that. Like, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. So this is where that actually comes from, and this is actually this is all information. Like I said, this is information from the game Ghost of Sparta. So we'll get into it later as to why it's I don't know somewhat pertinent, but at the same time, I want you have to get this out just so you get this like beginning of who he was. But anyway, this when these gods come down and they take his brother from him, this like begins like Kratos. If you know Kratos at all, if anyone knows Kratos at all, it begins his uh, hatred. When I say gods. hatred, like the deep, deep, deep hatred. Issues. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got real issues with the gods, right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, some people might not know that. Like, some people don't like haven't played like the PSP games or like gone through the stories and stuff like that. So either way, his whole entire life, kind of like this is his goal. Like, he he doesn't like them. He fucking hates them. He always ends up like doing their fucking bidding or some shit like that. But he can't stand them. 
so then like later on later on in life he like he kind of like works for the gods but he's still kind of a human off the bat like he'll go around like basically at this point like he worked his way up to be a general in the spartan army and he's just like going around like doing stuff in the name of the gods even though he kind of hates them there's a couple of contradictions throughout like all kinds of video games like this but like they still uh i mean it's kind of what he just had to do like there's really no choice in it, honestly. Like, yeah. If you're gonna be the commander of the Spartan army, you can't go against the gods. Yeah. Like everyone will just turn on you instantly. Yeah. Um. Funny, not it's not really funny, but like something that I didn't like know. There's like a comic book series called the Quest for Ambrosia. And I didn't even know there was like a comic book series of fucking. I know like the newer one, they brought like a comic or like a novel or some sort of thing where it explains like different stuff about the story. But for the older ones, I never heard about this one before. And it kind of goes into what happens just before the beginning of the first game of like God of War 1 that kind of like leads up to it. And this basically is like. Kratos had a wife and a daughter. His wife was named Lysandra, and his daughter was named Calliope. His wife's not really... I don't know, like... Lysandra's never really mentioned. There's a couple of times where you, like, see her. There's, like, flashes of her and stuff like that. But it's just, like, they never make her name, like, really that important. Or that, like... It's more of, like, his daughter. It's more of the connection of, like, to the fact of, like, he was, like, a father to a girl and stuff like that. But he's also, like, this savage killing machine. <laughs> but, uh... The quest for Ambrosia, basically, what it was is that Calliope, his daughter, got a skin disease. And according to Spartan law, that makes you weak. And they don't want that shit in their oh, house. Bad genes, yeah, bitch. Yeah, so they, like, basically, they, like... You're going to Earth. Yeah, they, like, shun her and, like, throw her in... I think they, like, throw her in this pit or something like that. And Kratos With is all titans. fucking... Yeah, he's all, like, big daddy mad. He's got to save his... <laughs> he needs to save his fucking daughter. And the only way to do it is to get this stuff called ambrosia which is the fruit of the gods so basically in this like <laughs> in this comic book they, like, like the gods have this like competition it's like it's like where all the rich people get all like the you know it's like man dingo fighting <laughs> this is just the greek gods like basically that's all it is like they just have champions across like the fucking here, let's go yeah and they're just like here you fight for the fruit of the gods <laughs> like you got people you want to save or people that, you, that are sick and they're dying and you want to save them with this fruit of the gods here fight for it with the diseases we gave them yeah so like yeah yeah so like in this comic and everything like that he like basically he fights he becomes like Ares champion and he fights for the he fights for Ares in this competition. He ends up winning. He gets the uh, ambrosia fruit, and he gives it to his daughter. He saves his daughter. Um, well, that's nice. Yeah. If you know God, if, uh, you guys know God of War. It's kind of a fruitless act, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there something like that at the end of it too? Where? With that like final like last like two fights. Of which one you got the first one? Whenever you're trying to save your wife and daughter. You don't save your wife and daughter in the first one. Well, the when you're trying to save them. You can't save them. They're Whatever fight that is, though, at the end. I guess the first one. There's never a fight where like your wife and daughter are on the line. 
Like, there's not one where, like, you try to save them. It might be a flashback that they have in there that you're thinking about or whatnot. Like, it's, like, right after your final fight with, uh... Shit. Who is it that you fight at the end of fucking one? Ares. Yeah, whenever you're both, like, big. Or when he's big and you're little. I don't remember how it went. But right after that, you get transported to... Basically, what he's doing, what you're thinking about, what he's doing there is he's just trying to like break your psyche. Oh, but it was still part of the fight. Yeah, but they were already like that's what I mean. Is like he was just trying, he was just trying to make an illusion and like break his like psyche and like his mental state of a psych. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you're you know all the gods do that. They all like give him this false hope of like, hey, your wife, your daughter, blah 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 blah. But it's just like. There is actually one time. There's one time where it's like sincere, and he could have like been with his daughter, but he couldn't have at the same time. It's really weird. But either way, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that it was just a flashback, and oh, it was yeah. more of just like he couldn't actually bring them back. He couldn't save them or anything. It was, and yeah, they fucked. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into why. But yeah, basically, what this does, he wins the competition. He gets the fruit of he gets the ambrosia, the fruit of the gods. He saves his daughter. Boom, that's cool. Why is this important? Why did I put this like little comic book thing in there? One of the champions in the in like the competition was named Ulrich. And for super fans, Ulrich was the barbarian king, was the leader of the barbarians in the very first God of War, which is kind of like what leads to Kratos being who he is. Hmm. So when we get to that point, so other people might not know that. But yeah, that's why it's kind of like important. And Ulrich was Hades' champion. So Kratos was uh, Ares' champion in this competition. Ulrich was Hades' champion. And he needed it to, to like, his father was, like, sick or something like that. And he needed to, like, he needed the fruit to save his father. And Kratos told him to get fucked. <laughs> yes, and Kratos inadvertently. I mean, Kratos lost, like, I think he lost, like, a shit ton of, like, Spartan friends. Like, a bunch of people that he was close to that were, like, fighting with him in it and stuff like that. And, like, a bunch of them died. Which is, like, a reoccurring thing, obviously, with Kratos, too. Is that everyone that's, like, literally everyone that gets close to him just dies. dies. Yeah, he's not a good friend to have. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes not by his hand. Sometimes by his hand. <laughs> if he doesn't like you, he's gonna kill you. But if he if he does like you, you're probably still someone just, else is gonna kill you. Yeah, someone else <laughs> is gonna come kill you, <laughs> or someone else is gonna do something that's gonna make him kill you. Yeah, inadvertently, even if he doesn't want to. But that's another thing that was just like kind of like it was important. Now we're gonna do this chronologically. So, again, some of the next information will be part of God of War 1. So, from that point of, like, the Ambrosia thing, is, like, he's still, like, a human, he's still a mortal fighting as a Spartan general, like, just for, you know what I mean, just, like, doing what Spartans do, doing conquests, doing fucking raids, whatever, all in the name of the fucking gods. But, boom, Ulrich and the Barbarians are fucking pissed because dude fucking wouldn't let him save his fucking dad. And they finally confront Kratos and his whole army. And Ulrich and them beat the shit out of him. And fucking, yeah. Like, it's kind of weird because he does beat, like, he he's like a demigod. And he beats the shit out of, like, everybody in this. But, like, at the very beginning, he got his ass kicked. And he, yeah. got, he got his ass kicked so bad that he had to... 
beg the god of war Ares, like yo if you come down here and fuck all these dudes up i'll be your little guinea pig <laughs> i'll be your little pet dog yeah, I'll and be I'll, your bitch boy yeah i'll be your little bitch boy and i'll fucking i'll kill i'll kill anybody you want for the rest of eternity and that's exactly what Ares does Ares comes down he kills all the barbarians and then he takes fucking kratos as his, like little fucking slave monster thing but he gives him these cool ass fucking blades they're called the Blades of Chaos. Fucking huge ass change wrapped around his arm. <sighs> Not just wrapped, seared. Yeah. Flaming, they're like, I think, I think the actual, I think Ares is the one who created them. Even though like Hephaestus is like kind of like the, the, the smith the god. Forger, yeah. yeah, he's like the forger and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure Ares is the one who technically in the lore creates the Blades of Chaos. But yeah, he gives, he gives like the... Basically, like, Kratos is going to be, like, his monster and his fucking, you know, his his fucking ace in the hole. So, like, he needs the fucking, he needs a blade. Or he needs worthy a, of a god. Yeah, he needs a, we- a weapon worthy of that fucking mantle. And he gets the blades of chaos, which they get, the, these chains attached to these two giant blades just get seared onto his uh, forearms. And that's kind of, like, obviously gives him the... Can the, throw him out, like, 20 feet. I mean, sometimes fucking even longer. Some yeah. of the fucking power-ups and different stuff. Like, he just chucks them all over the place. He can, like, grapple onto stuff. They're, I don't know. It's like, there's never really been, like... That's never been... Tri- I've never seen anything try that before. I've never seen anyone hold, like, blades on chains. And, like, he just, like, chucks them. And that's, like... like I've never seen any type of, like, video game or any type of fucking anything. Like, oh, I guess Scorpion... Yeah. I guess Scorpion from is kind of he has like the little thing, but it's not quite the same. It's and not. That's how Ichigo's Hollow like uses his sword. With oh uh, like, yeah like, yeah the with the wrap yeah yeah okay, I get that yeah. But I don't know. They were unique. The Blades of Chaos. Oh yeah, were I mean, they're definitely cool. Like, yeah, for sure. We're really fucking cool. But yeah, and then uh, he just kind of goes on a rampage for a while. Like he's just all over the place, just killing people in the name of Ares because you know. He's got these God, cool. He sold his soul. Yeah, because he sold his soul to the fucking God not quite to the devil. To the god of war. But to the god of war. We haven't caught to the devil yet. Or hey. Well, I don't dude, even later on there's another one that I didn't really think about. And yeah, and it's just like and then it made me think, it's just like who's who's worse? Like what the fuck how does this all work? <laughs> Shit like that. It's like you gotta do even more yeah, research. That's the thing into- with Lord, though, you can go so any fucking direction. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's 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 sowing all these chaos all over the place, and uh, he gets sent to this one village, and you know he's doing Kratos shit. He's just around killing a whole bunch of fucking innocent civilians, basically. And there's this one temple in the village where an oracle kind of specifically tells him, like, "Yeah, you shouldn't shouldn't go in there, buddy. I I'd advise against it." And he's just like, "Yo, fuck you. I'm destroying this fucking you know village." Yeah, bitch. I'm fucking Kratos. I'm fucking Kratos, bitch. I'm fucking... I'll burn this whole fucking place in the name of Ares. And he walks in, just fucking blood crazed as all hell, and he lets fucking loose and everything like that. He starts killing people in the temple. And don't you fucking know it, Ares transported his wife and his child to that temple, and in a blind fucking rage, Kratos kills his family. Woo! (laughs) Yeah. Now you can really be my bitch boy because you got no one left. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. Like it, that's exactly how cra- like he just like basically Ares wanted to like sever like obviously if you like kill your fucking 
Later on, you'll like kind of. I'll get into why he did this, why he specifically did what he did, like to he's a trick. Dick. Well, yeah, obviously it's a dick move. Well, well yeah, number one, but <laughs> yeah, it's obviously not a cool thing to do. <laughs> Brian, I'm gonna make you kill your whole family, but you're gonna like me afterwards. I promise. Um, he already sold his soul. He didn't need to kill his fucking. Well, that's his yeah, that's what I mean. Later on, when I explain the later on game, you'll like I, you'll get why he did. But in the first game, it doesn't really explain this. Besides the fact of just like what he wanted to do was like just sever his tie to like any sort of humanity whatsoever. Yeah. Like if you killed your family, obviously. Gum. Yeah. So Kratos is fucking pissed. Fuck Ares. Fuck the fucking deal. Fuck all that shit. I hate you, motherfucker. And he denounces Ares right then and there in that fucking temple. But the Oracle doesn't let him get off scotch-free. And she attaches the dead ashes of his family. Of his like wife and daughter. Of his wife and daughter to his skin. <laughs> which gives him like this pale white skin, which like... That's gives him that's yeah it gives it you know the mantle the legend of the ghost of sparta um just wearing his dead family yeah yeah mike loves it <laughs> it's just like it's it's crazy. more reason for him to hate everything it was just this great like ps i mean what it came out on the ps1 yeah yeah so like god oh, awards it's like ps1 no, two. was it two yeah. okay so either way it's still ps2 like real early generation you know the oh, graphics are like out on the ps2 i think the only one it may not have is three, but it probably did still. I feel like it did. I mean, the PS2 was like one of the longest running consoles ever. Yeah, it, it outsold the PS3 for like the first three or four years. Fuck yeah, yeah. So either way, it came out on one of those early early consoles, and it was just like you know the the combat and everything was like awesome, but the graphics and everything like that. So it was like still kind of I don't know, still kind of cool to like. The time, ghost. That was amazing fucking graphics. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's they just like, don't look bad. No, they had yeah. up to the t- especially being remastered. That's what I mean. It was just like the nostalgia of like what it was back then and like that that like creepiness of it. Like his that was fucking a different game. Yeah, his fucking dead fucking his whole family just every day, like, hey, we're still with you. <laughs> Every fucking day. He's like like looking at your hands like, oh, there's my wife and child. <laughs> oh, that I wow. killed. But yeah, so now he has so now he has the red tattoo in memory of his brother over his whole body and and his and the ashes of his wife and child still left so on wait, him. Did he kill his brother too in that? No, no, no. They he was his brother was taken away by the gods. Yeah. Yeah. So he just assumes that his brother is just taken away and killed. Like his brother was just killed and taken from him, so his whole family just keeps but dying then he around gets him. The tattoo after the after ashes? yes a, no 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 he gets the tattoo after his brother is taken. When his well, brother's taken, he tattoos kids? his body in memory in in memory of his brother yeah, because it was kids? the huh? Weren't they kids? Yeah, but his brother had the ta- had the. No, 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 I understand. But did he get but, a tattoo as a kid? Yeah, so he's like an eight year old. So he go back. He could, I don't know if he was like quite. I don't know. He like grew up and got bigger. <laughs> he might have been like older or something like that. But yeah, either way, I don't know if they say he gets it when he's a man or if he gets it when he's a child. They just say like why he has. They he just explain that yeah, in yeah. Ghost of Sparta as to why he has that tattoo. Because the whole point is just like, okay, you explained why he has the white skin, but what's the whole point of like the fucking red thing going over him? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but it yeah, it was actually because it. It did fucking look sweet. But yeah, that's just something that for a little piece of lore that people don't know about. It's just like, it's actually a memory of his brother that was taken from him when he's a child. 
But now, okay. This, that past information about the whole him killing his family, him being in service to the God of War after being beaten by the barbarians and shit, the whole thing with Ares, that is explained in 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 God of War 1. Yeah. But, like I said, we're going chronologically. So, what this actually leads into is God of War Ascension, which is one of the, like, the PSP games, which is remastered on, like... Is that the one where you could do, like, the PvP, like, arena thing? Ooh, I don't, I don't actually know. I never played. The I think online. you could, you could have like you weren't Kratos in it, but like you could have like your own character and you could like power him up in like different ways and shit. And then you would basically like an online PvP where you fought other people. Oh, that's really cool. I never played uh, the online. Or the I, I don't think there were any of them. I think it was this was the only one that had like really an online. Yeah, and then they, these were all like remade for the console too. Yeah. For the consoles, so I mean that's what that's how I got them because I never had a PSP. So eventually down the line, that's how I caught my hands on the story. But, okay, so he renounces Ares because he make, Ares makes him kill his fucking family. <laughs> um, but at this, there are these things called the Furies. Now, the Furies, back before even like Zeus and the Titans and stuff like this, they were the primordials. And they were like basically these ancient fucking godlike creatures in the universe like fighting over they created earth and they're like fighting over it for like control and stuff like that there's like these crazy like cosmic powers just fighting each other and stuff and these furies are like molded from like hate and like all these like terrible like you know just all this bad shit that's going on all this war and cosmic energy that's going happen on in the in the earth can't speak dry mouth something that i looked up on the wiki and stuff about that is like they're just like their own in the furies are like their own thing like they're just called furies and their offspring are also just like a fury so they're neither titan god mortal nor shade oh are they like elementals basically they were that's what i mean is like because they were like made in chronicles of riddick they had a thing called what was their name the um the furies they were called fury uh, no actually that was what his race was but there were there were these things just called elementals they were kind of like the wind they could come and go as they please okay so the, the, the kind of but these are more like in this universe they kind of use them more as like uh corrections officers <laughs> like corrupt corrections officers basically they're oath holders they like they're the ones that like all like if you if you're an oath breaker they're coming for you and you ain't gonna escape them because they were made from like primordial fucking and that's who's after Kratos because he broke his yes Kratos denounces Ares so now he is now an Oathbreaker and the Furies are after him so this is where it gets kind of confusing because it's not at the beginning of like God of War 1 that's what it's like this game was released way after the fact and they're trying to explain up to the point of where he gets to God of War 1 but that's where we're gonna go from here in this, the three Furies are all called Electo, Megara, and... Okay. <laughs> I played a lot of uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey, so, like, I want to say Tisiphone, <laughs> because that's Just what... Like, how the... How yeah, like, all, in, in Assassin's Creed, like, when they say, like, Persephone, yeah, they actually, like, Persephone, yeah. or something like that, and stuff, so I kept... I, I wouldn't know how to say, like, Tisaphone or Tisaphone. Either way, those are the three names. I didn't really, like, in the game, like, it's pretty action-packed, and I never really caught all their names because they're so, like, creepy and fucking you're just always trying to beat their ass. 
um, basically they capture him and they're torturing him. And where they're torturing him is they made for other like Greek enthusiasts, um, the Hecatonkeries. Have you ever heard of the Hecatonkeries? I don't know if he was, he looks like he was part Titan, but he's like this giant motherfucker with like a hundred arms. Yeah, I think that's oh, the point yeah, of like the, the heck like the Hecatonkeries is actually like a he his name is Aegean. That he, like but he is the Hecatonkeries. That's just that's just like a thing from like mythology. Yeah. It's just the, they're like hundred armed giants. Yeah. They're even like in they even have it in like magic when they were like doing like their like Greek like style oh, ones. Right. See, I wasn't right. sure if they were a race yeah. or if like because they just call in this they just call him the Hecatonkery. So I'm not I didn't know sure if exactly he was being God of War, but like at least in like mythology they're like a race of like giants. Yeah. Basically. They're just these giant like yeah. so I don't know if they were actually considered Titans or whatnot, but he's this giant motherfucker with a hundred arms. And they make their prison out of him. He was like one of the original people to break an oath to Zeus. And Zeus is like, <laughs> get him. And they caught this motherfucker and they made an example out of him. And they just like formed their prison out of his fucking body. So you like, yeah, there's like points where you see there's like fucking like, they have like his jaw like set up as like, there's like a building in his jaw and like there's all this stuff like in his, inside of his body. And it's like where they take all their oath breakers and they torture him and do all this crazy shit to him. So, while they get to him, they're kind of, like, making him crazy. They're giving him all these fucking illusions about his, like, past life and stuff like that. And he's just, like, it's he's just not Kratos, you know what I mean? He's not, like, the great fucking Spartan warrior in general anymore. Like, he's, he's just going crazy in this fucking... It, it ends up being this, like, little hut thing. But basically, this, like, shade-type man, like, kind of comes to him and basically, like, gives him artifacts from his past life that helps, like, break the illusion of the sisters and stuff like that, and he kind of, like, tells him, kind of guides him a little bit forward. Crater still doesn't understand what's going on at this point. He still doesn't get that he's, like, under the Fury's thrall. And he, he's told to go find the Oracle Aletheia, and she'll explain to him, like, what the fuck's going on, and, like, why. Why they captured him, but they haven't killed him. So you think... You break an oath there. He's like, fuck, just kill this motherfucker. Why you gotta torture him? Just kill him, right? Yeah. That's so too easy. Yeah, there's kind of like a bigger plot here. So anyway, he finds the Oracle Aletheia, and she kind of, he can't, there's a there's a fight scene with like kind of like an insignificant god that you have there. Uh, it, what was their name? Paul, Castor and Pollock. It's kind of like a weird, I don't know much about them in actual mythology, but uh, do you remember the fight? There was like that little thing no, that comes out of the one. Oh, okay. There's like I don't know. He was like an old man and there's like this little creepy ass little creature that like is like <laughs> attached to his body or some shit like that. And it's just like I think in real mythology is like the guy was like super athletic, but he wasn't a god. So the way Zeus or someone made him a god is they put this like disgusting little like kind of like parasite creature attached to his body that has to feed off him which gives him the divinity and immortality but you know what i mean it's like you also have a weird little fucking thing attached to you <laughs> the whole time now you're a side me's twin to this fucking weird ass <laughs> yeah either way those guys end up like making aletheia die but before she dies she like explains to kratos like what's going on and basically is the prophecy from before that Zeus found about, like, the Mark warrior that he wanted to, like, kill. Like, Ares found out about it. And Ares is just like, 
hell fucking yeah, I'm down with that. I want to be the dude who kills fucking Zeus. So he's like plotting with the Furies to like overthrow Olympus and stuff. Mm. So what comes out eventually is that the man that came to like help Kratos, his name is Orcos. He is the son of the Fury Queen. Um, I think it was Electo. Yeah. And Ares. They had like a son because they were trying to make this marked warrior. They were trying to like create this fucking this fucking godly figure that would take on Olympus and destroy it. But Orcos like wasn't obviously wasn't dude. He was pretty weak. Yeah. Pissed off fucking Ares. Ares didn't like him. So he just like went with his mothers and they made him like the oath keeper. They like basically like they make these like little crystal things with like the people. It's like oh they're like these small incarnations of them, and it's like their oath, and they sear them into his skin. And he holds their oaths. Damn. Yeah, and it's pretty fucked up. But anyway, through this whole time, like, that's what got, that's, that's why they have Kratos, is that they're trying to, like, break his psyche, and they're, they're like, yo, this is the motherfucker that's gonna take on Olympus. They, like, this is gonna be our weapon that we're gonna take on Zeus with and stuff. And, like, he's like, no. You, no, you're fucking not. Absolutely not. And through this whole fucking time, like, Orcos helps him, but he, like, slowly gets these different artifacts throughout the whole game that help him overcome the Furies. And then he just does Kratos-like shit. <laughs> and yeah. just absolutely destroys them. There's a really cool part where, like, okay, like, uh... Shit, what does the one do? I'm trying to find. Um, Megara. Megara sends, like, parasites out. Like, she has the... Really kind of creepy. They like pop out of her skin and shit like that. But then they like embed into other things, and they can like create these like zombies that come up. And she does that to the Hecatonkeries. And you have to fight like these things coming out of the, like these giant monsters that are coming out like the Hecatonkeries, and you got to fight it, and you end up fucking it up. And it's just these giant, elaborate fight schemes that is just super fun in the game. That is just like you. Know, everybody knows like Kratos is always so small, but he's a god, and he has this fucking like godly strength to him and stuff. Like he's taking on these like giant titan like mm-hmm. fucking things, and he's always winning. So there's something like there's something cool like that. But yeah, he just like eventually he takes them on, and he defeats them all. When he defeats them all, what it should do, what he was told, and like what Orcos was telling him is like, yo, if you defeat the Furies, then you know, you're cool. Your bond to Ares is severed. You don't have to fucking serve him anymore. But right before, right before he like got to them, basically, they had Orcos captured and they made Orcos the keeper of his bond. So Orcos had to tell Kratos that he kind of needed to kill him. Which, again, keeps the cycle going of like everyone that gets close to Kratos constantly dies. Like mm. this guy, like. He is, like, I don't Some people just look at Kratos as, like, a one-dimensional character. Like, especially with the new one that came out, they always think that it's like, oh, dude, like, you just made it because it's a button masher game. Like, you just, you know what I mean? You're just killing shit. That's it. But, like, it's like he always, like, he always does this stuff because of his family. You know what I mean? Like, I was explaining earlier, we haven't gotten to the game yet, but, like, his brother, his wife, his daughter, you know what I mean? Like, later on, we'll get into even more of that stuff. But, like, now Orcos, a good friend of his that, like, came to his aid and helped, you know, helped him escape his torment and stuff like that. Like, all these people that are, like, his friends and stuff like that constantly. Either he has to kill them <laughs> or fucking someone comes up and makes and, and kills them. 
and he just has a terrible life. So it's kind of like this way of like justifying all this like slaughter and fucking vengeance that he's like going through in this whole game. It's just like you you feel sympathy for the guy because it's like holy shit, it's like all this stuff gets taken from him. But that's uh, summarized. That's a. Uh, God of War Ascension is when he takes on the Furies. It's a really good game. That one, it's... It, the reason why I summarized it up so much is because that one's really bad with time. Like, it jumps back and forth, like, a bunch of different times hmm. compared to some of the later ones that don't go back and forth so much. So, you know what I mean? It's, like, more like one jump. Yeah. Or one jump, and, you know, but this one, like... Oh, like you go through this whole sequence, this whole fighting sequence, and then Kratos wins or something like that, and it's just like he stands up, and they'll be like, "This reminded Kratos of like three weeks prior," and it's just like, and it's explaining something for like that's supposed to happen later, or that happened before, and it's just like it's really weird. But that's the gist of it. Orgos tells him the plan that Ares had for him that he was gonna, you know, he was gonna train him up to take on Olympus. Um, Kratos wasn't having none of that, but. After he kills Orcos, he like kinda like gives in. He kinda realizes that like he's gonna serve the gods anyway. Like he doesn't like them, but he's gonna serve them. He's gonna do their will because He's gonna get something out of it in the end. When he kill when he like severed his bond when he severed his bond to his oath like it basically like kind of like severed this thing in his mind, whereas like he remembered everything. He he like he like remembers everything that he did with full clarity. Now he's not just some like puppet of the gods anymore. Like you know what I mean? Like he's kind of I won't say he's mortal, but you he's know, his own just, person at least. Yeah, like now he remembers everything that he he's fucking did. Again. He's not yeah, lucid. Perfect. There's a good word that I couldn't figure out. <laughs> um. Yeah, so he's lucid again, he understands, and that's like that's where he like gets this realization of like, okay, like if I serve the gods, if I work hard and just keep you know, if I just do quote unquote the right thing, maybe maybe they'll take away these fucking these nightmares and these thoughts in my head and blah blah blah. blah, blah. Yeah. So that's the end of Ascension. He just kinda like walks off and it's kind of assumed that, you know, he's in he's gonna serve the gods now this brings us to chains of olympus chains of olympus is another psp one that was remastered it's kind of like a cool little one um again the game itself isn't like super important but there's only a couple of things that i just like that that are like in it that make sense and it also like takes it like explains kind of like a gap in period between that game, the game that we just uh, ascension, and the next game that we're gonna uh, explain. But it take but basically what it does is it takes place five years into his servitude to the gods. So after ascension, it's five years after this, and he's still like kind of just doing his own thing, serving the gods. And the gods basically it starts off they send him to like. Uh, where was it? Attica. They sent him to Attica to deal with like this Persian invasion, and it's just kind of like a setup scene in the beginning of the game to like get you back into being Kratos and destroying fucking shit. Fucking shit up on the rag. Yeah, I think he takes on. A, I think it's like the big boss in there is like a chimera. Hmm. Like you take on the Persian king, you find him somewhere in the city, but then there's like a chimera that you have to take care of, and you end up beating it. But at the end, he's just like, like goat, like lion, goat, eagle, snake. Chimera. Yeah, yeah, one of them big fuckers. Yeah. 
instantly destroys the fuck out of it. But at the end, he's just like, is this it? This is all you gonna have me do, gods? No, you're what not the fuck? Entertained? What the yeah? Like, <laughs> is this it? Like really? Like, come on, man. Like you want something else? And then all of a sudden, like, in typical PSP, not big video game, high budget fashion. <laughs> Immediately after he says that, the fucking sun goes away. And at this, he knows that Helios, Helios, the god Helios, the sun god, has been captured. And that's not good. <laughs> yeah, we kind of need the sun. Yeah, you need the fucking sun out. Um, no one understands why Helios was captured. But when Helios was captured, the god Morpheus kind of like put a slumber on all the gods. And it's the only reason why I say that is because... I. Th- they probably just put that in the game just to explain why the gods didn't do anything. <laughs> and why Kratos had to go and like why Kratos basically you like yeah. yeah, he put all the gods into a slumber and he was like trying to take over since the sun wasn't there. You know what I mean? You just take you take the whole world in dark darkness if you wanted to. So Does it say who they think captured him? I don't think they have any suspicions at the beginning. I think they might just, it's kind of like, Morpheus might be kind of like scapegoating. They might, or scapegoated. You know what I mean? Like, like They just think it's like Morpheus the whole time and stuff like that, but it comes out later on that it's not really just, just him. There's more at work here in the back scenes. But yeah, he goes he goes down to Tartarus to where he fights, like, Charon. Charon, the, uh, the boatmaster, the guy who, like, takes souls across the river Styx or whatever the fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, the ferryman. There we go. Mike knows his Greek mythology better than me. I don't know, I've always just like mythology. It's fun. Yeah, I like. Uh, I don't like religion, but I like religions. Yeah. <laughs> like it's cool learning about them. It's not cool practicing them. That's where I'm at. I'll throw a lightning bolt into your ass. Yeah. Um. It always just reminds me of like kids playing like a playground. Like, no, I put a shield up, or like I went back in time and you missed me. <laughs> I have wind power. Yeah. Oh, I'm invincible. You can't kill me. <laughs> Mom, he's not playing fair. <coughs> Come out there and beat both of you. So basically, uh, Karen kind of gets the upper hand on Kratos and sends him down in Tartarus. As he goes down into a Tartarus, he has to like kind of fight his way out. He's and always he, climbing out of something. Yeah, yeah. he's he's basically he's like always like in the game. You'll realize like because when if you play these like one, two, three, and then you play Ascension, Chains of Olympus, and Ghost of Sparta, and blah blah blah. If you play him like that, you'll realize real quick. This is like yo, this motherfucker dies. <laughs> he dies like a bunch. He always got to climb his way out of fucking hell. And uh, God damn it again. Yeah, but his father's Zeus. My handholds are still here from last time. You don't know it at first. Like, if you play, that's what I mean. It's like if you play it in the way that the games actually came out, you don't know that his dad's Zeus. You don't know that he's a god. But you can kind of, like, just assume. Well, he's not a man. Yeah, he's definitely sure. a, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no mortal gonna kill yeah. any... Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like, they always, like... But they call him a mortal all the time. Like, all the gods, he, whenever he's he fighting them, they're... immortal. Like, he... He's, but he's not. He's a demigod. Yeah, I know, but he's still, he's still like... He has he's still two, part mortal. Yeah. Like, he's still, like, he still can die. Like, he goes to hell. But, but he can't! 
But no, but he still died. He comes back. He like he climbs his way out of hell, but he still died. Yeah, but, but you're gonna learn real quick that he just like he can't die. He just doesn't die. He like he refuses. Doesn't want to die. He refuse. No, he does. Even when he does want to die, he just doesn't. He just can't. That's what I'm saying. Take his head off. That's always how you kill someone. Like, he just dies. Yeah. This time he doesn't die, but he just gets, you know, like, Charon basically, like, chucks him down into Tartarus and he has to fight his way out. Now, when he goes down into Tartarus, he, like, runs into Persephone and Atlas. And Persephone is in the Elysium Fields. And she, this is kind of like the, uh, somewhat of the important, like, some somewhat of like pertinent information to later on games basically she's in the elysium fields and she tells him that there like there's another way that he could like be with his daughter if he really wanted to and it's all just kind of like a ploy like he like goes for it she's like yeah just put your weapons over there and when you put your you know when you put them over at this tree or whatever it is it'll suck all the fucking bad sins that you've done in your entire life and then you can go over to the Elysium fields with your daughter forever and yeah shocker the the like main woman in charge of hell is not trustworthy yeah but it's a nice part of hell sure the Elysium fields i mean yeah it's like where the heroes go but they were heroes they wouldn't have gone to hell well no i mean it's not hell it's just the underworld yeah still well, no, I mean, there's no, like, Elysium Fields is, like, the heaven. Yeah. There's, like, you would go to, like, Hades or or the Elysium Fields mm. or, like, a, that the like the pits of Tartarus or, like, where the Titans are kept. Mm-hmm. Or, like, where, like, the worst of the fucking worst are, like, sent to. Like, yeah, m- like even people who were, like, good in their life but they weren't, like, considered, like, heroes, they go to Hades. Like, it's only, like, the best of the best go to the Elysium Fields. Yeah, because you're just, like, your souls are just, And like, honestly, that's where, like, most of, like, the demigods and stuff go when they die, is the Elysium Fields. Because they're also, like, basically viewed as just, like, ancient heroes. Mm-hmm. Either way, she tries to tell him, like, basically she tells him that. Like, yo, if you cast your weapons down, bloom, it'll, uh... It'll basically forgive you of all the sins of your past, and, you know, you can go be with your fucking girl forever. So he does it, and it makes him kind of like it takes all of his fucking shit away, makes it takes his white skin away, like, makes him mortal again and stuff. But then she just, like, tells him, like, the big fucking plan, and it was her and Atlas. She released Atlas from his chains of bondage, which Zeus had him from, from the Great War before, when he beat the Titans and everything yeah, like that's that. that's not good. He's holding up the world. Yeah, she released Atlas, and it was her and Atlas that captured Helios the sun god and basically what she's trying to do is she's trying to get atlas to break the pillar of the world and she just wants to kill everyone including herself like she's just so pissed at hades and zeus and them for making her marry hades and stay down in the elysium fields that she's like okay i just want to kill everybody <laughs> and that's the plan that's which so knowing this kratos is just like fuck i just gave up all my god powers I'm with my I'm with my daughter, but for only a couple more minutes because this bitch is about to destroy everything and we're all gonna die anyway. So <laughs> now that he just got his daughter back, he has to don't kill, bitch. push her away. He doesn't kill her. He doesn't have to kill her again, but he has to push her away and go bring go get the blades of chaos again and start. He starts ripping apart souls in, in the Elysium fields, which basically like gives him his godhood back which makes him like back into like you know gives him the power with the blades of chaos and kind of like 
it like forbids him from going back to the Elysium Fields because he's destroyed so many souls and stuff like that. So he has to. So like in this, he knows that he has to save the world, but he'll never see his daughter again. Bum bum bum. Another fucking time where Kratos. Yeah, another time where just another his daughter. He first he killed his daughter, then he tried to get her fucking back. Now now he just now he had to push her away, and he can never see her again because he can never go to the Elysium Fields. Um, but yeah, him and. Persephone start fucking fighting in the midst of the whole fight like he ends up chaining like basically through their fight they do break the pillar of the world but Kratos ends up doing some Kratos like shit and he ends up chaining Atlas to the pillar of the world so now (laughs) Atlas has an even worse penance than what Zeus gave him now he has to stand there and he just has to hold up the world forever and he's just chained there, so he has no. He just has to, and, and he can't even get out if he wanted to now. Yeah, yeah. And fucking, and at the end of it all, he doesn't kill. Obviously, so he just leaves Atlas there to like hold up the world, and he beats Persephone and he kills her. And uh, yeah, he returns Helios to the sky. At that, Morpheus just kind of leaves. That's what I mean. As, as I was watching the cutscene, it was just like they were like. With Helios returned to the sky, Morpheus went back to the shadows. And it was just like, were you just scapegoating? Oh, fuck. Did you just scapegoat this whole character? Like, did he really do anything? Did he really fucking do anything? But yeah, but he, he returns Helios to the sky and he returns to the service of the gods. Why was that important? A couple of things. One, his daughter. It's the reoccurring factor of, like... Everyone that's close to him always fucking dies, or he can't be near them, or he always loses someone of his family. Again, he lost his daughter again. Two, Persephone will come up later, and Atlas will also come up later. But I won't explain them now. I'll go to the next game. With these two fucking done, it brings us, boom, right to the God of War, the very first fucking game. We're finally caught up to the very first game that was ever fucking released. Which, honestly, we're not that far away from ending this. I say that's a good stopping point right there. Huh? I was gonna say that would have been a good stopping point right before. Yeah, yeah. A little cliffhanger. Yeah, let's do that because we the next ones will be like really. Uh, we'll end them there and then God of War. These are the games I finally fucking know. Yeah, yeah. Those are the games. Uh, it brings us up current to date, and we'll do God of War, Ghost of Sparta, God of War two and three, because God of War two and three is kind of like almost the same game. It's just like like part one and part two, basically. Yeah, to be like re- like, I for the for the hardcore fans of it, I like I know if you grew up playing this, it wasn't like that. Like you definitely had to wait in between all this yeah. shit, and it was <laughs> definitely hyped up more. But now that it's been out for a while, and the new ones released, and they're making sequels, it's just like yo, like this is just like. As soon as God of War two is just like you, you just can't go through two without playing three right after it or like the cutscenes, or exactly what we're talking about but yeah that was uh that's kratos's life so far it's not a uh it's not a fun one <laughs> no it's no sucks. no yeah but he's he's super fit i mean he gets his exercise i mean slaying like demons and gods will do that for you yeah in between all this like all this like shit that i'm saying like literally all the levels are you you're just like killing just mowing your way through ports of shit. Like yeah, man. Humans, like, demons, monsters, animals. Everything in your way. Yeah, whatever the fucking gods or anything else fucking throw your way, you're just, just absolutely fucking slaughtering it. Just armies of it. Probably There's just like, throwing your buttons in the process, just fucking mashing them. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's all it is. It's just like a button masher game. I mean, 
The only thing I will say about the the new one is like it's still a button masher, but it's all it's more of like a like a it's more RPG. Than, yeah, and like Mortal Kombat is like you can combos. really like yeah, you can really yeah. Well, no, yeah, I'm just saying it's more like RPG style because you have like a lot more choices and mm-hmm. stuff. It's not just like these are the weapons you can use and those that's like your choices. Yeah, what I what I and. It's also like what he was saying too is like the the combos of like what you as you if you want to play on a harder difficulty or as you get further in the game like you kind of got to get good with your equipment. You yeah. got to be able to like use it the right way. In these in these games that we keep talking about they're pretty much button mashers. I mean you can probably beat them all with just the blaze of chaos. Yeah, you probably could. You you could go through like on a regular difficulty and just destroy everything with the blades of chaos. Not even use any of the other one. You get other type of weapons. Mhm. The Blades of Chaos is just strictly for the lore, because that's usually what we cover here. There's actually a lot of puzzles, too, in God of War. Yeah, that's a, that's another cool thing about the game, is, like, throughout all this stuff, is, like, when you're, fu- like, in between fighting stuff, you're, like, solving these, like, giant, like... Riddles. Yeah, they're, like, these riddles and puzzles that are, like, almost, like, obstacles, kind of like the Uncharted series, too. And, uh, yeah, it's a cool aspect of it that they keep, that they always, like, bring back in it. They don't make them too hard, either. They make some of them like a little like, yeah, damn, what's going on here? Go on the, what's that high difficulty in them? I don't, I don't they know. change it each one. I know the newest one, it's called Give Me God of War. It's like, that's the fucking, and it's, yeah, I can only imagine it's fucking ridiculous. How hard that is, yeah. Yeah, I, play, I haven't played, I haven't beat it on that one yet. I still love what Ares does to you in the first one. That's fucking great. And he's just like across the world from you. Oh, okay. We'll give we'll give one spoiler. We'll give one spoiler uh, as to what Mike's talking about. Basically, you find something that Ares doesn't want you to find, and Ares is a whole world away just like in a battle. Like yeah, Jesus, he's just laying siege to an entire fucking city somewhere, and he just realizes that you're somewhere else across the world completely, and he just picks up a pillar. And he just eats that yeah, he motherfucker. Just like breaks off like a spear and just chucks it across the world at you. And you just Light years away. Yep. <laughs> just, just, dude. Just you could like thousands and thousands. And this thing and, like, just goes across. so long trying to get it, and it's just like right as you come out, he's just like, huh? Whoop. Yeah. Dead. He just chucks this thing at where you're at, at the building you're in, and everything. And it's fucking. Yeah. We won't say what happens from there, but it's a funny part. We'll cover it again when we come back. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's God of War Part Two. <laughs> I'm fucking dumb today, guys. I can't fucking. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't. I'm mixing up the games. You doing a flashback already of the new? Of the next? Yeah, I'm in God of War time. I'm. That was Part Two. We're only in Part One, but we'll come back for it. Who knows? Yes, God of War Part One, and that's another episode of Room to Talk. I'm Bud Walker. Michael Wolski. I'm Pappy. We'll see you next week, kids. Bye.